Net Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. <sighs> Today is Thursday, my Friday, two, uh, June 29th. 2023 and this episode number 673 right hell i don't know welcome to the show welcome to the program hello uh is everything sound okay are we are we good on audio what a nightmare uh the day after the show the day after a tray on deck on Barry on deck on the patio is always a nightmare to get started. One, because I always forget that I have to reset everything up. So like when I, when I do the show on the patio, I have to unhook my mixer, which is like one, two, three, four, like five plugs back there. I got to take that out. Uh, I got to take the headphones. I got to take this mic cord with me. Cause I only have one extra. So I have this one and then that one. Um, I've got to take the cable that runs, like feeds the video to the computer. Uh, it's just, it's just the lights It's just a whole goddamn production. And then I forget because when I'm done, I'm usually hot and I've got shit to do. Either I'm doing the Wichita hit last night. I had to go to the improv. I had to cut the hair. So I just dump everything in the, in the office here. Well, then you get busy during the day and, uh, you look up and it's one fifty five, and you go, oh shit. You walk in to start the show and you haven't set up the audio. You haven't set up the video. You haven't set up anything yet. And I was like, fuck, I always do this. So hence the, uh, oh, damn it. Look at the new sub thing working. That wasn't supposed to do that. Why did that do that? That was not. Oh, Oh, they're both firing off now? What the hell? Oh, yeah, Barry getting busy during the day. What? What? Busy. What? ID10T error? No. No, not an ID10T error. But what is this? So I've been working. So Twitch has new uh, alerts built into it. Okay. By the way, this sounds super low. I'm going to pump that up a little bit. I got to turn those off. Where are those at? Those are uh, Those are not ready for production yet obviously uh but yet here they are where did they go 113 there we go all right we'll turn that shit off for now i'm not knocking boots i I didn't wake up at 155 this whole chat is out of order you're out of order you're out of order all of y'all are out of order i don't know that's not really the case uh hold on let me get that okay cool all right um, 
I just get, yeah, I had shit to do today. We had to send out the newsletter to the, it's a whole thing. Shut up. By the way, let me just say thank you for all of this. Hold on a damn minute. Hold on a damn minute. Yo, Fidel. What's up, Mr. Lamone? Fidel back resub for 10 months. Thank you, my friend. Homo Astros fan. Thank you for the 100 bits. Welcome to the show. Alan. Thank you for the 100 bits. Welcome to the show. That got a hype train rolling. Can't believe that. Uh, Joel Hernandez, thank you for the 100 bits. Jared Taylor, thank you for the 100 bits. Oh, that sounded like it was in unison. Truck driver Pookie, thank you for the 15 bitties, my friend. And now we're all caught up. And the hype train has begun. And God damn it, I forgot my shot glass again. Hold on. Nope. Don't. Nope. 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 I'll be right back. Let me go get my shot glass. Joel said, are we talking hockey today? I mean, we could talk about the draft if you want to. I didn't get to watch it. Um, I read briefly, but I'm still not averse enough to know like, oh, uh, this person is better than that person. And what a shocker it all was. If you don't think I watch college fucking baseball, you really think I'm watching college hockey so that I know what a draft is about? Hell no. Hey, yo. Thank you guys for this hype train. Happy uh, Thursday to you. Money in the bank predictions. What is that, FJ? Um, hey, uh, happy Thursday to you guys. Thank you all so much for your support, for this hype train, uh, for being here, for being amazing people, and for being deckheads. I love you all equally, except for some of you. Some of you I love slightly less. Some of you I love slightly more. The vast majority, I love you right in the middle. That sounded Heck yeah. gross. Uh, cheers, guys. Thank you. Mm. <sighs> yeah. Mark said Hawks got Bedard. That's all that matters. Well, there you go. What's up, Terrence? All right. Uh, let's do this. He loves me the most. That's, I mean, okay. Sure. Uh, look at Reyes, assuming he's slightly less. Um, I'm ready for the college baseball draft. Look at Donna. Donna knows her shit. Uh, that, Donna should be feared when it comes to sports knowledge. I'm just going to tell you guys that right now. All right. Uh, SVG! SVG! <laughs> I got a funny story about Saul. Thank you for the resub, buddy. That's eight months now. Eight months! We're almost having a sub, baby. Can I tell you a little funny story about Saul real quick? <clears throat> COVID cough. <clears throat> Lingering COVID cough. Um, so when I did the promo stuff for uh, my show last night with Paul Verzi, which, by the way, uh, dude is a killer. I mean, if you get to open and tour with Bill Burr, chances are you're going to be pretty damn good at this. He's got a new hour um, that he's working on. He's got a Netflix special that's out. But... um. Dude was killing last night. And uh, uh, one of the things Heck I did yeah. is I posted, Yo, Tay Day Pay! 
Thank you for the gift. Uh, what is that? Uh, the resub. Thank you for the resub. 13 months. Let's go. Uh, and he put fuck Reyes as his message during the resub. So so there's that. That's not very nice. Um, but okay. Uh, and that got us to level two of the hype train. Thank you, buddy. Uh, anyways, yeah, so last night, uh, what the fuck? oh, I, I posted on Facebook and Instagram and all the other stuff. And I was like, Hey, um, you know, it's not often you get to open for your best friend and in comedy. Um, that's not the case with Paul cause I've never met him, but it's also true that it's not often you get to. So, uh, I posted that at a couple of different places. Let me see. Uh, maybe I can have it on. I'll, I'll read exactly what it was. Nonetheless, um, uh, Saul's, uh, better half. And I'm not going to give out names, but Saul's better half was reading that to him. And he was like, who's Barry's best friend in comedy. Uh, so he got deeped a little bit. He got, uh, got him. He got duped. Yeah. It says it's not often that you get to open for your best friend in the whole wide world. And she was reading that to him and he was like, what? He's opening for Nora. Uh, but then I put, that's not the case here either because I've never met Paul, but he's funny as fuck. So I'm super jazzed. And he was, man, he was hilarious. Super nice. Uh, when we were leaving, he was going to go do a meet and greet and I had to go, uh, to do the Isaiah Carey show. Or the Isaiah factor. And on my, uh, we were, you know, it's like, great to work with you. Great to work with you. And he goes, I'll see you tomorrow. Cause he's doing a show in Dallas. And, uh, I was like, no, uh, no, I'm not booked for that. He goes, Oh damn, that's right. Well shit. Um, s- stay in touch. He's like, you got a really good energy about you. Uh, stay in touch, man. Hit me up on social media. Let's connect. You got a really good energy. And he left the room, and the guy that was in there, Paul, who was actually the uh, the MC for me when I was in Wichita, we worked a couple times. He he uh, he MC'd for me in da- in uh, Fort Worth, and then he MC'd in Wichita. He was there because his buddy was featuring. And when uh, Paul Verzi walked out, he was like, "Bro, that is dope." I was like, "What do you mean that's dope?" He goes, "Bro, bro Paul Verzi just told you, you got great energy. Stay in touch." I was like, "Yeah." That's the fucking, that's the worst thing ever told to a human being in my whole stupid, dumb life. The man basically just said, ha, you're not funny. He literally just told me I'm ugly, but I have a great personality. That's what the fuck that was. I was just like, you gotta be shitting me. You got a great energy. Why? You might as well just tell me I'm fucking awful. You got a great energy. God damn it, Paul. I know you meant that as a compliment. Shit. We joked about it. We laughed and we laughed. Ha 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 ha. Nah, but he was cool, man. He was dope. Uh, super funny. Super nice. Uh, you know, kick me some nuggets of uh information, you know, about the game. And um, yeah, we we talked sports, we talked everything. He was a cool dude. I wish I would have gotten there sooner, but I just didn't have time. I had too much shit going on. Uh, but he was uh, he was cool. He was a he was a really cool dude. So if you get a chance, check out his Netflix special. Uh, check out Pookie said, "Well, at least he didn't didn't say you were pretty good." That's true. That's true. At least he didn't pretty good me. Hey, you're pretty good. Yeah, that's true. That's uh, that's definitely true. All right, so let's get to rolling. Hey, ice cold hot takes. 
just gave out a community gifted sub. Who got it? Who got it? Who got it? Thank you, Ice Cold Hot Takes. Gifted a sub and Dico Suave. If that is your real name, Dico Suave. Me either, Patrick Swayze. I don't think that's his name. Okay, Patrick, calm down. Shut up! I hit it too many times. Uh, all right, let's get to the chat. If you're new to the program, that is the shout-out to the chat. <coughs> Kovic cough. Not the past tense of shit. It's me saying hello to the people that make this show possible. You guys. Uh, Brian said boo. Why are you booing? What's up, Brian Pettit? Good to see you, buddy. Who was in early? Who was in early? Let's see. Back around. Oh. I don't know. It was Alan and Reyes were both early. Uh, and then the show started. So Alan Denson, uh, I'm assuming Alan was the, the first person in. He always is. So let's just call him the greatest decade in the history of the world for the next three hours. Then it's just back to regular old ass Alan Denson who's broken and trying to get better. And we love him. And we hope he does. Get well soon, buddy. All right. Uh, for the rest of the chat, Brian Pettit in early. What's up, pimp dog? Uh, Mr. Reyes. Christopher Reyes is in. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Excuse me. COVID cough. Nightbot, you raggedy bitch. What's up? Who else? Donna, my sweet, sweet Donna. Donna's a little feisty today. She's like, greetings, buttheads. I mean, deckheads. <laughs> Donna's feisty. Y'all don't fuck with Donna today. <coughs> I'm telling you right now. What's up, Ice Cold Hot Takes? Good to see you, my friend. AJB. AJ Bryant in the building. Tony the Handsome, kind of. I feel like there should be like an asterisk next to Handsome, but whatever. What's up, Jared Taylor? Good to see you. Total Dallas. Hello, Jen. Thank you for your support today. Appreciate you. Uh, Jen is, um, we are feverishly hustling to make the weight loss challenge a thing. So um, we're working on it and Jen is putting in the work. So much appreciated to her. Uh, What's up, Jet? Good to see you. Thank you for being here. CC. She said, hello, uh, Decky Poos. Five day weekend ready. Are you telling me we shouldn't do a show on Monday? Is that what you guys are saying? No one's going to listen, are they? I feel like if I try to do a show on Monday, it's going to be sad. I mean, like right now, it's not great. But I feel like it's going to be super sad on Monday. Should I just not do a show? I don't know. Uh, let's let's put it up for a vote. I'm going to put a poll. Uh, should we do a show on Monday? I'm going to make this poll super long. Wow, 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 wow. Yes, no. Nora's off, if that matters. Um, Her birthday is Sunday. Our anniversary is Saturday. And then 4th of July is Tuesday. So it's all kind of cram jammed in there together. Should we do a show? She's fine with it if I do a show. But are you guys going to even be here? Are you guys going to even watch? Are you guys going to even give a fat, greasy flip? Not like flip, but uh, frick. Frick, there you go. Flip was inappropriate. I mean, he's probably fat and greasy. Let's be real. But yeah, you guys going to give a frick about a show? I don't know. Here's the poll. Check out my poll. We're going to run it for a whole ass 10 minutes. That's all you can do is 10? That's some bullshit. All right. 
Um, there you go. Should we do a show on Monday? I might do this shit on Twitter too, just because. Okay, there you go. <clears throat> um, hey, thank you guys for the hype train. F- level two, 45%, four subs, 415 bits. Fours are wild. Thank you guys. All right. Let's see. Uh, who else is here in the chat? Uh, Alex Villanueva. What's up, pimp dog? Sm- Rob, so smoking good a show. What's up? You guys, make sure you go uh, follow so smoking good a show here on the uh, Twitches and on the tubes. Uh, not my tubes, your tubes, YouTubes. Okay, that was that didn't work. Uh, who else is here? Fidel, what's up, pimp? You don't let uh, y'all don't let my boss know I'm here. Okay, I promise no one will tell. Uh, who else is here? Ian, what's up, pimp dog? Good to see you, man. Thank you for showing up. Alex, Uriel Villanueva. How are you, my friend? Hello. Uriel, west of the Rockies. Hello. Uh, who else? Oh, I feel like I, I missed. No. The shot is affecting me. I haven't been eating breakfast or lunch, so the alcohol um, has a bigger effect. One shot. One shot. Uh, who else there? Total Dallas, I think I got already. SVG, what's up, homie? Good to see you. Mark G, how are you, my friend? Uh, Jed, I got... Hurry up. Uh, Homer Astros fan, how are you? Thank you for being here. Steven, the weather guy. Oh, yeah. Barry getting busy during the day. Shut up. Joel, how are you? Hello, Joel. Jared Taylor. What's up, pimp dog? Um, Who else? CC, we got... Got him, got him, got him, got him. Boy, I think everybody's here. Terrence, well, how are you? Hello, Terrence. TDP, what's up, Mr. Pussy? There are those one percenters. Yes. That's it. What's up, Charles? Hey, can we all just stop for a second with Charles being here? Uh, I couldn't confirm it in the chat the other day. What was it, two days ago? I uh, did confirm it on the Discord. Can we all just pause? No, fuck that. That's a standing ovation. That's standing ovation worthy. Charles G celebrating one year, one year of sobriety. Come on. Charles, man, congratulations, brother. That is amazing. I am so happy for you, man. Um, Amazing. One year of sobriety. Do you know how hard that is? I don't think you guys have any idea. Most of you don't. But congratulations, man. Uh, super dope. <laughs> Steven said, let's do some shots for sobriety. No, bitch. What, what the fuck? Steven, go sit down on a governor and sit down on a goddamn show. We ain't doing no fucking shots. Congratulations, Charles. Hey, what's up, Jeff Bell? Good to see you, buddy. Flip. Flip is here. Who else? Come on. Let's roll. Let's go. Uh, probably going to miss a lot of people. Ian, I got Sean. What's up, Mr. Uh, I hate everything in the goddamn world. Memesters. How are you, Mimi? What's up, Ambient Heat? Good to see you. Total Dallas. I think I missed a page, but fuck it at this point. What's up, Amos? Most of work on Monday will be here. Okay. Uh, CC, Ambient Heat. Hello, Barry, Harry. Okay. See, I'm not, I'm not Harry. Look at that. Look at, look at, look at the lack of hair on this arm. Look at that. I mean, I am the least hairy guy 
Except in my a crotch or you know. A crotch oral region? Jesus Christ. What happened? It is too much down there. It looks like I'm getting ahead from Chewbacca. Hey, what's up, Flimsy Cherry? Good to see you. Thank you for showing up. Uh, Wallace, let's just get fucked up today and take Monday off, big dog. It's the most boring time of year anyways. Big facts. Uh, all right, Jet, CC, quiet, blah, blah. All right, I'm done. That's, that's the chat. There we go. John Dory, what's up? How are you? All right, I don't want to miss John. If I missed you, uh, wave, put a wave hand in the chat. Go vote. Go vote if we're going to do a show on Monday. I'm kind of torn. If you're on Patreon or Discord, I'll let you know uh, if I change my mind. Right now, we're planning on doing a show, but I don't know. Uh, it would definitely, Charles said it would definitely make me happy if Barry took two shots, one for a year and one to grow on. Jesus, bro. I, I, I would be like, I'm already like feeling that one shot. There's no reason I should be feeling that shot. None, but I am, uh, by the way, red was a terrible choice for this program. I, my face looks like an apple. It's shaped like an apple, and it looks like an apple. Uh, all right, let's get, let's do, uh, what do I have? No, we're good. Let's start the show. Let's get to, let's get to some sports headlines. Here we go. I like how, <laughs> Cece called me a puss. Look, what the fuck? Everybody's like, do it, do it, do it. We're going to do it, do it, do it. Listen, you peer pressuring sons of bitches. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> Jet said red shirt greater than red zit. Boy, that was facts. Facts on facts on facts. Pull the old Jenny trick. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, Charles, congratulations. Third or fourth cousin. What? 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 You guys are assholes. Like, everybody in this chat is peer pressuring me into drinking to do this show drunk. <sighs> Look at this. So, Charles says, definitely would make me happy if Barry took two shots, one for a year, one for a year and one to grow on. I get that. Okay? Uh, and then Truck Driver Pookie says, after I say, I don't want to do that. I don't want to get drunk. I got to do this show. Truck driver Pookie peer pressures me and says, do it. Jen, of all people, Jen, my, my ride or die, my rock. She's like, do it. Truck driver Pookie again, peer pressuring me. And then the queen bee calls me a puss. Total Dallas said, go get a loaf of bread. If I get anything, it's going to be tortillas. Uh, truck driver Pookie with a do it a third time. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's only peer pressure if you don't do it. Uh, I don't think that's how that works. It's only peer pressure. I'm sorry, I'm looking into the uh, high school peer pressure manual just to see. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Here it goes. Uh, it says, um, yeah. 
Uh, section seven, uh, line 19. It's only peer. Pro- Shut up, Uzi. Now CC says I look like I got my period. Okay. I look like a big tampon up here. Is that what it is? Drunkberry shows are great. Sean, thank you for the hundred bits. Appreciate you, buddy. Steven wants to do shots for sobriety. Uh, let's see. Do it now. Do it good. Take that shot just like you should. Do it now. Do it good. Do that shot just like you should. My neck. My gut. All right. That's... It's the shoes. Oh. It's gotta be the shoes. Goddamn, everything's firing off at once. The shoes, not the shoes. Uh, let's see. Do it now. Do it good. Okay, that was lame. I'm hot and tired and delirious. I liked it, actually, Jared Taylor. Uh, I liked it a lot. All right. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. AJB's got a shoe check. We're going to do that. we got to do the headlines. Here's the deal. Okay. Uh, it's 2.47. At 3 o'clock. Oh, fuck. Joel's supposed to join me today. Oh, God damn it. What would you guys rather have? Would you rather have... 45 minutes of Joel Blank, my guy. 45 minutes of Joel, great NBA talk. Um, Going to join us at 4.15 today. Would you rather have that or me taking two shots and tapping out when I get drunk? Which, by the way, I still got to do yard work, Okay. Yeah, the, you know what? The shots ain't happening. It's, 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 it's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. Uh, the shots ain't happening. Uh, dubs. Baby Dubs. Thank you for the 300 minutes. Much appreciated, man. Uh, can you do something other than talk NBA the whole time? What the fuck? Damn, everybody would rather have me do the two shots. ZZ, thank you for the two bits for the two shots. You guys are assholes. You would rather me get drunk and embarrass the shit out of myself. I can only take 44 minutes of the hammer. Okay. Uh, Can you do something other than talk NBA? Okay. He's going to space it out. Uh, No? Uh. Amos said, everything's uh, firing off at once. That's what she said. Now I just don't want to do the shots because of that. Um, Is the poll up yet? Yes, Mark, the poll right there. Uh, View results. Oh, well, let's see. Chrome resize. I'm telling you guys, this, this show might be done and early if I do these shots. All right, um, uh, should we do a show on Monday? 72% of you said yes. 28% of you said no. So 23 to 9, which I am impressed that that many of you voted. Okay, so the vast majority of you would like to have a show on Monday. Noted, noted. Um, Sean said zero minutes of the Packer. You guys are, Sean, why do you hate Joel? Uh, hold on. Close. Uh, Joel Hernandez, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. 
Jared Taylor, thank you for the 200 bits. Trying to have a boogie, thank you for the two bits. Okay, here's the deal. Um, Wallace said tap out. I love Joel, but NBA talk is boring. No, it's not. It's great. Um, peer pressure or influence is when you do something because you want to feel accepted and valued by your friends. Oh my God. Did you just copy and paste all that total Dallas? I want to slap. I don't know. All right. I owe, uh, Aaron J. Bryan a shoe check. Let's do that. And then we're going to do a shot and or two shots and the headlines. And I'm telling you, once I feel drunk, I'm going to call it. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a break at three. I'm going to go heat up three tortillas and eat them. And then I'll do the two shots. And once I feel like I'm losing control in my faculties, uh, then we're going to. Total Dallas just got timed out. Oh, that poor guy. Jesus Christ. Total Dallas gets timed out more than bad internet connections. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wallace, you're an asshole. Oh, you're such an asshole. Oh, that's so funny. Um, Jensen, oh, God, Barry's going to be hurling. No, I'm not going to throw up. I'm going to out in the stream before I do that. I'll be on. I mean, I do. I do have this trash can. Just get. I won't do that though. I'm a. I'm a man. Oh, I'm fucked. Uh, all right. Yeah. So what we're gonna do is at three o'clock. I'm gonna take a break. I'm gonna go eat three tortillas. I'll do the two shots. If I'm shit faced, we'll call it. Uh, by the way, TD, enjoy your timeout. You are. Who got him? CC. It had to be CC. Had to be CC that got him. Let's see. Did nobody get him yet? Oh, somebody got him. Who got him? Uh, CC. Yeah, of course. It was CC. Sean said, I wish I had a timeout tracker. Yeah, that's true. Uh, hey, guys. <laughs> Money on TD's books. CC, thank you for the two bits. <laughs> Alan, thank you for the 100 bits. Sean, thank you for the 100 bits. Okay, you guys are assholes. I'm going to do the two shots. God damn it. All right, tacos and shots equals acid. I'm not doing tacos. I'm just doing tortillas. That's all. All right, here's the shoe check. I don't know if I've ever worn these before. These are my stage shoes. I literally only wear these shoes on stage. These shoes have only ever graced the stage. Uh, Yeah, that's probably accurate. But this is like my third iteration, third iteration, Jesus, of these shoes. They're my favorites. As far as kind of a dress up, dress casual shoe. Oh, uh, there you go. And I didn't know what else to wear with the red. I've worn everything. And I thought, you know what? Uh, let me put on a shoe that I haven't worn in a while. And so there it is. Uh, these are called greats. Put them over here. And uh, they're super dope. I love these shoes. They're my favorite shoes, especially for the stage. And uh, yeah, they're, uh, let's see the bottom. There they go. They're called greats. Uh, I don't know why they're so dirty right there. Yeah, but I love these shoes. Uh, I do wear them a lot on stage, occasionally other places, and uh, yeah. So I just I switched it up a little bit for you guys. What did Ian say? What happened to Total Dallas? Yeah, he did. Hashtag rest in peace, that son of a bitch. 
I didn't know that was a thing. What? You didn't know what was a thing. Do you lick your dead stock shoes? No, I don't. That's weird. They should make dress UFOs. Yes, they should. Yes, they should. All right. Oh, why is my text going off? Uh, oh. My wife is texting me. You guys are going to get me in trouble. Okay? I just want you to know that. I'm going to have to show her this video and the peer pressure that I had to put up with. Um, my wife, I have to get all my yard work done tonight because tomorrow I am taking her to Kima for a nice seafood lunch. Uh, because our anniversary is Saturday, which will be 19 years of marriage. Let's see. We got married in 2004, July 1, 2004. Yeah, and it's 2023. So 19 years of marriage. And uh, what did I say the other day? 25 years. August will be 25 years we've been together. Quarter of a century. That's crazy. I've been with her for more than half my life. That's insane. 25 years? I would have never thought I'd find anybody that would put up with my shit for 25 years. But I have. And she's amazing. So our anniversary is uh, Saturday. And then her birthday is on Sunday. So I've got a lot of shit to get done before that all kicks off. So you guys are going to get me in um, hella trouble. So I hope you're happy. I mean, I do. I, I hope you're happy. What is this? Oh, that's weird. That's super weird. CC! Thank you for the nine biddies, baby! CC said happy anniversary. Yeah! We, we did the damn thing. Can you believe that? She put up with my shit for that long. Um, okay, I don't know what that is. Somebody's messaging me in the middle of the day. Can you have your mom call me? Yo, Sports Hub! <laughs> Thank you for the 69. I like you. Jet said, don't do shots, then yard work. Well, looks like we're going to figure out how that's going to go. What's up, Sports Hub? Welcome to the show. Nasty Nate, 25 years and no kids. Bear, your pull-out game is top-notch. Impeccable. Impeccable, I tell you. Impeccable. All right, let's do our sports headlines, and uh, I'm going to rerun the intro, and then we'll uh, we'll take a break. Thank you. All right, here's sports headlines for the day. Where is BZH420? That son of a bitch is never around on this show anymore. This first one's for him. Shout out to BZH420. Domingo Herman had pitched, well, has. Domingo Herman pitched a perfect game last night for the New York damn Yankees. Beat the Athletics 11 to nothing. Took 99 pitches. He's got 99 problems and a pitch ain't one. Nailed it! Uh, all right. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, But, I mean, that's like the fourth one in Yankees history and only the 11th ever. Let's see how many perfect games in MLB history. I want to say it's only been 11. Oh, there have been 24 official perfect games. Maybe it was 11 for the Yankees. I don't know. 
Uh, over the 154 years of Major League Baseball, there have only been 24 perfect games by the current definition. No pitcher has ever thrown more than one. Perfect game throw by Don Larson in Game 5 of the 56 World Series is the only postseason perfect game. Damn, who is this buff son of a bitch? Look at this, chat. Look at this. Yo, this dude looks like either... This dude either looks like... um, He's like super buff. Look at that. Lee Richmond, pitcher of the first perfect game in Major League history. Look at Lee. You handsome son of a gun, you Lee. With your little muscles and your little shirt. Lee either looks like he was uh he was one of the um gang members in uh what was it? Uh, West Side Story. He looks like that. Lee also looks like he was an extra for the village people. Like he played the I don't know, the triangle or the knee symbols uh for the village people. Um he also looks like he was like an original member of Wham. I don't know. Um, but there's that's Lee. Lee. Hold on. Lee Richmond. The first ever uh perfect game. So there you go. Uh and they are they probably already got it added up here. Um Yeah, there we go. Domingo Herman. 11 and nothing. Damn, 12,479 people saw it in Oakland. Jesus Christ. Jesus, that's terrible. Unbelievable. Uh, but there you go. 99 pitches, nine strikeouts. So uh, congratulations to the man. CZ, thank you for the 10 minis. CZ said, for Lee. Tony said Lee was handsome. You think so, Tony? You think you think Lee was handsome? He's uh he's better looking than Addy Joss of the twenty perfect games from for which pitch counts are available. Addy Joss's was the most efficient. Seventy four pitches, fewer than <coughs> three batters, fewer than three per batter. Uh, so Lee was handsome. If Lee was handsome, this is, uh, the exact opposite. Um, first of all, the glove leaves a lot to be desired. Steezy <laughs> said Addy gets no biddies. Yeah. I don't think he's, he's ever gotten any biddies or the sensual touch of a woman. Look at the, look at the hair. He's got like the split feather going. And then back, but then he's got the cap. He's wearing the cap like a painter who can't figure out why um, why he, he can't get the second coat to a stick and apply to the house. It's super weird. <laughs> Flipping Jerry says he's got a nightmare on Elm Street glove. Oh, the show Flipping Jerry does. Uh, yeah, then that, that's true. That twelve thousand is a great crowd in Oakland. You have to fight the artist that made that, right? Do you? That is, uh, yeah, that's super weird. Uh, Total Dallas! Thank you for the 100 bits, Total Dallas, on the seafood tip. Welcome back, buddy. Welcome back. Uh, so there's Addy Joss. Uh, what else they got over here? I'm, I'm on the wrong shit. Hold on. What else they got here? Uh, Sandy Koufax we know of. Uh, Randy Johnson, and there you go. All right. Oh, who are these? Who are these fellers? 
Well, Babe Ruth's on the left. I know that. Who's that on the right? Ernie Shore. No one gives a shit. Okay. Uh, oh, that's Cy Young. Look at Cy. Cy was the epitome of health and fitness back in the day. I see why he was the best pitcher ever. Look at that. Look at that physical specimen. If if ever there was a photo to give you hope that you and your dad bod could accomplish great things, Cy Young is the reason. Look at that. This motherfucker got a fupa. He is literally, his belt looks like the equator on the earth. It is literally cutting him in half. His belt is sawing him in half. Look at it. No mound either. Look at the grass. That looks like my yard right now. Old Cy Young, boy. He's got he's got a lot of gut. What does that say? Is that a fupa? Yes. Uh, pee break. Thank you. Beer, hot dogs, steak, and cheese. That's not what made you popular, brother. What? What does that mean? That's not what made you popular, brother. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Uh, He looks like a racist. I mean, a little bit. Oh, really? Anybody going to be surprised that Cy Young said something racist back in the day? What? Um, He has a shape like MW. I don't know who that is. Oh, told Alice that the money I sent him in mail made him popular. Jail. Jail. Okay. <laughs> Got it. All right. I missed that part. All right. So uh yeah, there's your uh there's your oh your your perfect game, uh Domingo Herman and the Yankees. Uh the Clippers have waived Eric Gordon. No! Could we get an Eric Gordon James Harden reunion? And you dear God, please. No, God, no, please. No, God, no. For the love of God, I don't need that. I don't want Eric Gordon here, and I damn sure don't want James Harden here. But Brian Winhorse was on come and take it, or I don't know, sit down, get out, first up, last take, whatever the fuck this show is called. He was on that show, and they asked him about this, and he said, look, keep an eye on the Clippers. I feel like the Clippers are working on something. That's what he said. That's what that's what Wendy, as they call him. I would have called him Horsey, personally. Brian Windhorse, and they're like, hey, what's up, Wendy? Mm, I'm going to go Horsey on that one. Hey, what's up, Horsey? He probably doesn't like that. They probably did call him that, and he's like, hey, nobody fucking call me Horsey, all right? I will cut everybody in this goddamn room. But Brian Windhorse said, keep an eye on the Clippers. They... He feels like they have something in the works. They just freed up an absolute crap ton of money by not by waving Eric Gordon and not guaranteeing his money. So we'll see what they got planned. Uh, Wimbledon has upped his security amid protests at the British at various British sporting events. Environmentalists are protesting and everybody else. And I'm like, who gives a shit? Like the my thing about protesting at sporting events. 
Has anyone ever in the history of sporting events and protests ever changed their mind or become sympathetic to a cause because some asshole ran on the field with some message painted on their body? Man or woman. Remember that chick that tried to glue herself to the floor? I'd have let that bitch glue herself to the floor and then I'd have cut her fucking hand off and be like, sorry, we'll get, we'll get the hand later. We got to run this game though, chick. Remember there was one that tried to run out on the court and the security guard tackled her? It was the same time. It was animal rights activists. I don't even remember the team they were protesting. Was it Dallas? Was it Phoenix? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. But I don't think in the history of sports protests, no one's ever been like, hey, look at that big fat piece of garbage running out on the football field and it says PETA across his titas. You know what I'm going to do? And they had a little mid-bite. They just... Spit out their hamburger and they're like, no more. I'm rolling with PETA because this fat loser ran on the field. That's it. I'm switching sides. I am now 100% vegan. Never in the history of assholes protesting has that happened. And I don't know why they do it. Like you want to like launch a social media campaign. Don't fuck with our sports. Don't don't go and, and disrupt our shit because you're a miserable piece of garbage that just fucking can't be happy. Leave us alone. Let us watch our sports in peace and go fuck yourself. Bullshit. Um, what's up, Chewy? Good to see you, buddy. I bet they're going to pay British security at Wimbledon with donuts and scotch. There you go. Or plus cigarettes. Probably. They ain't going to pay them a toothpaste and toothbrushes. I'll tell you that damn much. Jerry Taylor said, at this point, doesn't every team have the same assessment of Harden? He can't win in the playoffs. So I can only see Harden going to a rebuild team that's trying to sell jerseys. Yeah, but I don't think he would want to do that. I mean, he would come back to Houston. Yeah, no. But I don't know. Like, if uh, if Orlando came a call in, I don't think he's going there. If Detroit, Detroit came a call in, again, I don't, I don't think he's going there either. I think he wants to stay in Philly or come to Houston. You know, maybe he takes a veteran's minimum to go to Phoenix. No way. No way. Oh, it was Minnesota. You are right. You are right, Behannon. Minnesota, thank you. Um, the fuck was that psycho bitch on six protesting that was bathing herself in cow shit? I didn't hear about that. Does Harden have the patience for a rebuilding team? Hell no. I hate when security guards have to tackle. I think it's time to put them hands on security and heck, even water bottles. Yeah. I mean, some security guards have good tackling form. You know what I'm saying? Jared Taylor said, hell, those floors are removable. Just leave her glued to it and replace the floor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Especially because she was by the, the baseline. Hell, just take that section out. That's an easy fix. Um, NBA playoffs, go storm the Capitol or something. Yeah. Uh, if they want to protest at sporting events, let them try. Mm -hmm. The fat man is here. What's up, Mina? Good to see you, buddy. I heard Atlanta has nice strip clubs. Facts. <coughs> um, let's see. Da -da 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 -da. There's a video of it running around. I think it happened last weekend. Oh, Jesus. That's so weird. Where's Grub Willie today? Yeah, he'll have stats later. I think he watches um, The Killer Bees, and then once that's over, he pops in. Him and Dre and a few others tend to do that. Um, 
close that. We don't need Cy Young's big ass up there anymore. Yeah, I yeah, the whole protest thing, I I was gonna say something about it. What the hell was I gonna say? I don't remember. Oh well. The thought escapes me. Uh last one on here. Former NFL QB Ryan Mallett, former Texan. Went to Arkansas. He he played at Arkansas, graduated from there, but where else did he play? Baltimore, I believe. And let's see. Let's go to his wiki page. He played for, uh, excuse me, not appropriate. The New England Patriots from 2011 to 2013. The Houston Texans from 2014 to 2015. And the Ravens from 2015 to 2017. And then he played for the TSL Generals in 2021. He was a coach at Mountain Home, Arkansas as an assistant and then he was the head coach for White Hall High School in 2022. And uh, tragically, he was on vacation in Destin, Florida, I believe. And um, he was out, yeah, got caught in a rip current and was out swimming and um, struggling. And they, they, they couldn't get him. There were several of them out there. And when they, they tried to revive him once they got him to shore, and were unable to do so. So, um, sadly. Yeah, respect the water if you know how to swim. Absolutely. Um, Was that on the Hot Tub channel? Yes, yes. The chick bathing in uh, cow shit was on the Hot Tub channel. Very true. Uh, all right. So, there are your sports headlines. Now, a deal's a deal. I promised you guys I would do this, so I'm going to do this. Um, I can't believe I'm going to do this. I'm going to take a very short break. <sighs> Damn, rip currents are taking 11 lives in Florida from what I saw on the news. That's crazy. Jeff! Thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Much appreciated. Okay, now I can get rid of this Eric Gordon story. Did I tweet the show out? I did. I did indeed. Doopy doop boop. Uh, yeah. And then we hopefully I'll be sober enough to talk about this NFL gambling suspensions and so on. I have other stuff too. I made a whole ass um, slide for the Zuckerberg versus Musk thing. Yeah. <laughs> Amos said, and that's why black people only go knee deep into the water at the beach, folks. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, or don't get in the water. Orcas are on a murder spree. What? That doesn't sound good. Um, what does that say? I don't think so. What? What? Oh, uh, the hot tub channel. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Take a quick break. I'm going to go eat some tortillas, and then I'm going to come back and do two shots, get shit housed, and try to complete a show with Joel Blank. If I get too drunk, I'm just going to call it. So you guys did this to yourselves, not me. Real quick, though, before we take this break, I want to say thank you to those of you that sent in a thankful Thursday donation to the show in support of the show. Very much appreciate it. means the world to me, and it really does help keep this show going. 
Uh, so first in was my sweet, sweet day one Donna. She sent over a $10 happy, thankful Thursday. Thank you, boo-boo. Uh, Sylvia sent in a $5 happy BOD, thankful Thursday. Sweetie, thank you so much. PB Dubs, a $6 because inflation. Thankful Thursday. He said, come on, five-day weekend. <sighs> Let's go. I'm with you, but now you guys are making me do a show, so... Um, Crystal CC sent in a uh, $5 thankful Thursday. She said, go pay Alex Tio with this to help you with the yard. Now, CC, are you talking about Alex Villanueva or are you talking about my, my brother-in-law, Alex? Which one are you talking about? Jen, thank you for the $5 thankful Thursday, sweetie. You work here, but I appreciate you nonetheless. I know you're not going to listen to me when I tell you don't do that, but I appreciate you. Um, let's see. There we go. Alex Villanueva. Speaking of Alex, speaking of TVO, TO Alex, um, Alex Villanueva, fuck them Rangers. That was for you, Total Dallas. Fuck them Rangers. Awesome patio show as usual. You guys work great together. Have a great weekend. Keep grinding. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you very much. AVS, what? What is Avs Teal? I don't know what that is, CC. I don't know what you, I don't know what you speak of. Jen said, "Nope, sure ain't. You so hard headed. You so stubborn." Uh, okay. I think that's it. Yes. All right, time to take a quick break. Just gonna go get some tortillas. I don't even need to pee yet. Okay, so I'm just gonna go warm up some tortillas on the gas stove and eat them. I'm not gonna eat them live because that's rude. When we come back. Um, we've got several topics to discuss. One of those being, man, I don't have shit over here. That's the wrong rundown anyways. Uh, one of those being Mark Zuckerberg versus Elon Musk. Alex Vila's, Alex Vila's uncle shit. Okay. My bad. Get some water too. I got, I got Diet Coke. But I'll grab a water. All right, um, we'll be back right after this. Listen, it's a Thursday, so let's sit on the corner and do some dope. And then when we come back, I will do my shots in honor of Charles Garza's one year of sobriety. Only on Barry on Deck. Only on this stupid-ass show. Only on this stupid-ass show would we do shots to celebrate sobriety. Jesus Christ. I'll be back right after this. This is Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Lamadek. Don't go anywhere, bitches. I got your bitch. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Corner, corner doing dope. They are to be ashamed. Here you go, the same old nasty ass people from last week. 
I got your bitch. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Corner corner doing dope. They are to be ashamed. Number two, Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Lavinick. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. For those of you that did, those of you that didn't can go have sex with yourself. All right. Well, a deal's a deal. Um, <laughs> Fatty made two tortillas. I made three tortillas. I told you I was going to eat three tortillas. That's what I did. I ate one while I was cooking the other two. I brought those in here. That's what I had three tortillas. Bought some low carb corn tortillas that aren't bad. That's awful. That is disgusting. That is so gross. Low carb corn tortillas. Terrible. Charles said carb loading for a Monday. Good idea. Shut up. Uh, H-E-B keto. H-E-B keto tortillas are good. Oh, didn't know that. Uh, excuse me. Um, yeah, so kiss my ass, Rob. How many tortillas is that boy eating? Three! That's what I said! Three! Uh, Jesus. Okay. Let me, let me, before I do this, because I feel like I might black out and just be gone. Um, let me just send this message to Joel. Hey, FYI, the chat has peer pressured me with both guilt and money into doing three shots uh, on this show before you get here. So the chances are that I might get drunk and just end the show. So we're playing it by ear. I apologize. But we're doing it to celebrate Charles's sobriety. SMH. Here we go. This is it. Uh, I'll have Aaron look up the tortillas she buys them. Did you at least put peanut butter on the tortillas? Put butter on the tortillas? No. God no. Why would I want the extra calories? I mean, I've done that in the past. Sometimes what we'll do is I'll warm some up and just butter them. Uh, sometimes I'll warm them up and then throw some cheese, like either you know shredded cheese or. Whatever in there, fold them over, melt the cheese. Kind of like a, what do they call that at Taco Bell? A cheese roll up or some bullshit? Mm -mm. It's just straight up flour tortillas warmed up on the gas uh, oven, gas range. Is delicious, by the way. It really is. Uh, what time do you have to get up to butter tortillas from? Yeah, bro, you got to get there early. Early. You need to pull your pants up and be a man. You need to kiss my ass, Alan Denson. Okay? They call that disgusting in Taco Bell. Shut up, Sports Hub. All right, here we go. Now, we are doing two shots of Fireball, by the way, just because I know you bitches would be like, don't be cheating like Jenny did. I don't, I'm a man of my word. Okay? I don't do that. 
Uh, these two shots we are doing, we are doing them in honor of my man, Charles Garza. And he is celebrating one year of sobriety. Only on Barry on Deck would you find us doing shots to celebrate someone's sobriety. But that is what we do here. Uh, so uh, to Charles, I say, brother, I mean this from the bottom of my congested heart. Congratulations. I am so, so proud of you for uh, reaching that milestone. I know how hard that is. I know how hard it was. I am super proud of you. Keep going, brother. Uh, congratulations and uh, cheers. All right. There's one. Ah, one more. Oh, kiss my ass, Jen. Kiss my whole entire slightly dimpled because it's kind of fat ass. She said, boo, Jamie, not fireball. This is open. This is what's on the desk. This is what you get, okay? This is what you get. Man, this is a mistake. Everyone is going to be mad at me. No, you don't get to tell me what to fucking drink, okay? You don't get to tell me what to drink. Dico Suave said, wait, wait, you drunk on fireball? That's not real liquor. I'm going to turn this whole goddamn show around, okay? Jen said, I mean, I bought it. I mean, yeah, but you don't get to tell me what to drink. <laughs> Amos said, this is bass backwards. We probably just triggered Charles to drink tonight. I swear to God, do you know how angry I will be at this whole fucking show? I swear to God, on everything holy, uh, this is no bullshit. If I found out that Charles drank tonight because of this show, I would end the show. I would never do another show again. If we ruined this man's sobriety because you guys, you guys peer pressured me into doing drinks, I'd kill the show and never do another one. Who the fuck is that guy? I don't know why I hit that button. All right, here we go. As promised, the second of the two, this will be the third shot today since 220. Jesus Christ. Three shots in uh, an hour. Uh, that's not good. Uh, cheers, Charles. I love you, buddy. I'm proud of you. Congratulations on your sobriety. The rest of you can go have sex with a goddamn mountain goat. Bitches. Cheers. Ugh. I don't know why. I don't know why it was so hard to swallow. God damn it. Why did I say that out loud? I don't know why I said that out loud. That was awful. Jesus. Ugh. God. Ugh. Ugh, that was terrible. Ugh, God. I mean, like, one or two. No, no. You and everybody else can suck a fat goat butthole. No. 
not doing it. I'm not doing another one. That's it. You get three out of me. You peer pressured me into that along with the rest of the chat. That's it. That's all you're getting. And we'll see if this show makes it to four. Okay? Uh, congrats, Charles. Keep it up. Great job. Yes, very much so. Good job, buddy. All right. Let's do this. Oh, by the way, real quick, uh, we are still trying to get folks to sign up for the weight loss challenge. Um, look, let's just be honest. Some of y'all are fat. Okay. Oh, oh, Barry, you can't say that. That's mean. Well, maybe don't fucking peer pressure me into doing three shots and you won't get the goddamn truth. Some of you are fat and you need to enter this goddamn challenge. Me included. And I know what you're thinking, Barry, you're so handsome and uh, there's no way you're fat. What? Where do you think you get these from? I, uh, I want to encourage all of you. Uh, it's a great way to get back on the wagon of trying to lose weight. So, uh, get in on it. Weight loss challenge. You still have time. The deadline has been moved. And by the way, this is the last time we're moving it. Jen, chat, fatties, out of shape, overweight people watching this show. If we don't get three people at least in every category, there's three categories. So I need nine people signed up. Three females, uh, two dude, three dudes, well, two, because I'm under 225. So we need two more dudes under 225 to sign up. And then we need three dudes, three fatties, over 225 to sign up. Uh, if we don't get that, well, there's no weight loss challenge. No skin off my back. No skin off Jen's back. But we are trying like the Dickens to make this thing happen for you guys. So uh, we are moving the deadline to July 5th. Enjoy your 4th of July. Eat it up. Be a fatty like you are. And then we'll try it. So uh, for all the details, I saw somebody just put the weight. Oh, yeah, Joel, thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. <laughs> Joe Hernandez just put the link in the chat. All of the details that you need about the weight loss challenge are right there. BarryOnDeck.com forward slash WLC23. And uh, read it. Read it good. There's a lot of info in there. So it's, you know. By the way, speaking of this, <clears throat> I was watching Sit Down or Get Out or whatever the fuck that show is called. Um, the uh, There was a commercial called... Oh, what was it? Fatty wage? No. Wait, what was it? Weight loss wage. Well, healthy wage was what it was called. And you can gamble on yourself to lose weight. So you say, I'm going to lose X amount of money or X amount. Yeah, X amount of money. I'm going to lose X amount of weight in six months. I'm going to lose, you know. One pound a, a, a week for six months, which is the minimum you do it for. So that's 24 weeks. I'm going to lose 24 pounds in six months. And then you say, I'm going to you know wager and this is how much I want. And I started looking at it. I was like, well, that's kind of like what we do in a way, except you're not gambling per se. You're just putting up money. And if you do what you're supposed to, you get it back. And if you win, you win. If you don't, no, no harm, no foul. Um, but then I started like really reading about it and they charge you like a $60 a month membership fee and all this bullshit. Some old lady was on the better business bureau crying like I'm 73 with diabetes and my doctor said I shouldn't do this. Now I'm trying to get my money back. They keep taking it. 
I mean, yeah. So that's that's kind of what we're doing, but it's not that complicated. And if you don't want to do it, well, fucking don't do it. Uh, Jared said, "I'm definitely do going. I'm doing to lose now. What? I'm definitely going to lose now. This week has killed me. I've already lost six pounds. Oh, because the heat. Yeah, bro. I feel that. Yeah, I was losing weight um, just doing this yard work. Yeah, uh, just get you some tortillas. You'll be fine. You'll be good. <clears throat> oh, geez, don't tell Ivan. He'll be five hundred pounds." Oh, what? That he has until July 5th? Yeah, cat's out of the bag. So, yeah, go join. All right. This was brought up the other day, <clears throat> and I wanted to get to it. Um, This is the most. Hey, what's up, Joe Pro? Good to see you, buddy. Thank you for popping in, my friend. Flimsy Cherry said, if I'm not fat, can I enter? Uh, I mean... Do you have weight to lose that you want to lose? If not, I wouldn't. I mean, you can enter if you want. But, yeah. Uh, E3 said, let's switch to tequila. How about no? Just fine with the fireball and the 33% alcohol by volume. So, how about no? Uh, All right, here it is. Mark versus Musk. Apparently, and I didn't even know this was a thing. But uh, apparently, Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk are going to fight in a cage match, which I think is a stupid way to put it, Um, because apparently Zuckerberg has been talking shit and Facebook. Ah, my bad. Meta. Stupid. Uh, Excuse me. Um, Meta is talking about launching um, a Twitter competitor. By the way, there's already one out there. It's called, hold on. Let me check my records. It's called Blue Sky. That's what that's what it looks like. That's, that's Blue Sky. Uh, and it looks exactly like Twitter. Like, legit. There's, there's the... Yeah. Well, you can't really see it. It's not focusing, per se, but... So, but it looks exact. Blue sky looks exactly like Twitter. Shout out to my guy Shock for getting me the invite. Um, but there's already a Twitter alternative, and it's called Blue Sky. But now Zuckerberg's like, I feel like a billion people should be on Twitter, or a better version of Twitter. So he was talking shit, and Elon Musk didn't like it. And you know Elon Musk can't stay quiet no matter what. So he started talking shit, and now they're legitimately saying they want to fight each other. Um, I saw somebody mention in the chat that, yes, Mark uh, Zuckerberg does train. By the way, this is just a pet peeve of mine. Flimsy Cherry, don't take this the wrong way. Um, but having covered the sport for the better part of a decade, um, you don't train MMA, you train different disciplines in MMA, right? Cause MMA is mixed martial arts. So you might, what Zuckerberg actually does is jujitsu. He trains jujitsu. He's, he's entered and won tournaments in his, uh, age and weight class apparently. So yeah, he's a legitimate uh jiu-jitsu practitioner 
Z- uh, Musk, on the other hand, his credentials per se is he said, hey, listen, I've been in plenty of fights when I was a kid back in South Africa. I don't know if he said it like that, but that was his point, is that he grew up on the mean streets in South Africa, Africa, and uh, he's tough, which, first of all, neither one of these are their bodies. They're both built like a sack of flour. I mean, they're just doughy. But, you know, apparently Zuckerberg is is for real. Now, here's the tale of the tape as it stacks up. Uh, Zuckerberg, much younger, at 39. Jesus, what have I done with my life? This dude's worth $103 billion. I'm worth $103. God damn it, and I'm 10 years older than him. Zuckerberg is 39. Elon Musk is 51. I'm 49. I wouldn't want to get into a fight at 49. I'm too old. I'm exhausted. Now, granted, I'm not worth $236 billion, so I don't have the money to hire trainers and make me get in shape, but 51's old. Um, Zuckerberg is 5'7", Elon Musk is 5'11", so neither one of them are huge, and that's not a big deal. They didn't do reach advantage, but I don't think either of them really know how to throw a punch, so that doesn't matter. Zuckerberg weighs 154. Elon Musk weighs 178. This will be a catchweight fight. Steven! Thank you for the damn biz, buddy! $103.10 now. I don't... What does that mean? Alan! Thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. I don't know what that means. Excuse me, $103 and one penny or 10 pennies. I don't know what that means. Anyways. Oh, I have 103. My, my net worth. Gotcha. Okay. I gotcha. Yes. And my net worth is now $103 and 10 cents. I'm balling. Um, so now that that's out of the way, the real, the real stats Mark Zuckerberg is worth $103 billion with a B dollars. Uh, Elon Musk is worth $236 billion with a B dollars. He's from South Africa. Uh, Zuckerberg is from America. They have these social media sites owned children. Here's where it gets weird. There's, there's actually a woman. Well, I should say there's actually two women out there having sex with these dudes. Some woman has given birth to three of Mark Zuckerberg's children. And another woman or women have given birth to nine children for Elon Musk. And Elon Musk names his kids weird names like Zip Zop Zoop or some shit. C3PO. I don't know. R2D2. He's got a weird fucking name for his kid. It's like a bunch of symbols. It's like if Prince had a fucking baby. Just a symbol. It's weird. Um, I had no idea Elon Musk had nine kids. I had heard a lot about the one baby that he had where he named it like, this is pi. This is pi squared. This is E equals MC squared. That's my baby's name. You imagine? Roll call. Johnny Smith. Frank Johnson. E equals MC squared musk here. Fucking weird. 
Uh, but he's got nine kids. Companies owned. Zuckerberg owns Meta, which, I mean, technically to me, um, it's it's Facebook and Instagram, you know, that's the two. Plus, it's WhatsApp. But he has he has umbrella it all under Meta. But Elon Musk has seven companies. He's got Twitter and Tesla. And what did he originally? Was it like PayPal that he originally invented or came up with? So he's got seven different companies. Here's the thing that's hilarious. Disciplines. Here's their disciplines. Mark Zuckerberg's discipline is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. BJJ. Okay. Legit. Elon Musk's disciplines are karate, taekwondo, and judo. He's a judica. Okay. (laughs) Now, of those three, and I don't want to disparage the good name of karate or taekwondo, but I will say that if you try to use either of those in a legitimate street fight, you will probably get your ass whooped. Now, no offense to anybody that practices karate or taekwondo. The fact of the matter is they're both martial arts. Uh, Loyota Machida was a karate guy who parlayed that into a UFC career. Um, But even Machida, you know, learned jiu-jitsu and wrestling and boxing and Muay Thai and, and all the others. But he had a karate background. That was his main thing. And he would use elements of karate. He wouldn't just go straight karate, like karate kid, where he's like. He would use elements of karate um, in his in his fight repertoire, we'll say. But just based on merit, I would have left karate and taekwondo off of this. Because I feel like all that really does is just get him into shape. I would have just left it at judo. Um, Who's the big judo? Oh, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey was a uh, Olympic gold medalist uh, judica. So, I mean, judo, judo is a legitimate martial arts discipline that can translate into fighting in the cage. Uh, there's elements of Brazilian jiu-jitsu. There's elements of karate. There's, uh, you know, unique elements of throws and trips and whatnot in judo. So, hey, what's up, Brian Pettit? Good to see you back again, man. So um, I would have left the other shit off. Didn't really need it. Brazilian jiu-jitsu versus judo, you were good. The odds, I did waste time looking this shit up. Now, I will say, I will say, um, I did this while pooping, so it was whatever. But I looked it up. Marcus Zuckerberg is the favorite in this cage match. He's a minus 440 Elon Musk is a plus 290. And I know you're asking yourself, would you gamble on this, Slavinak? Yes. Yes, I would. In fact, we're going to place the bet live. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a poll. New poll. Who we picking? Mark or Musk? And you guys are going to wager my money. On this dumbass fight, you have five minutes to vote on it. Five minutes. And we're going to see. Well, hopefully, Bovada will allow us to. Let's see. Bovada, Musk, Zuckerberg. 
Here we go. Elon Musk and Zuckerberg. There we go. Now they have Zuckerberg at a minus 300. Elon Musk is a plus 200. <sighs> the fight, by the way, goes down July 24th at 11 a.m. Where are they fighting at? I have no idea. I mean, I didn't know about this until somebody brought it up and said, what's your thoughts on it? And I was like, I don't even fucking know it existed, to be honest with you. <clears throat> um, Zucks, Zuckets and Easy Win said Nasty Nate. Uh, Flimsy Cherry Zuckerberg round one submission. Nice. I'll be watching Bud versus Spence. Okay. Musk is going to be trained by George St. Pierre. I did hear that. I did hear that. That, that because... Zuckerberg has been training BJJ. Uh, Musk has decided he's going to hi he's hired George St. Pierre. So what that means is if it's anything like George St. Pierre's career, this fight is going to be fucking boring. He's just going to wrestle fucking for 15 minutes. And win on points. Because George St. Pierre for as good as he was, was one of the most boring fighters to watch. Uh, Elon got that crazy in him. Zuck better watch his ears. Heck yeah. Alex Villanueva said 11 a.m. Elon probably barely getting out of bed from the nursing home. Okay. Alan said I would stay away from this. Well, thank you, Wooly B. Denson. <clears throat> like it, don't love it. Hoo -hoo. Uh, no, we're doing this. We're gambling on it. Got a dad says I haven't. You what? He what? <clears throat> Yo, got a dad. Thank you for the resub. Two months. Two whole ass 30-day calendar months. Thank you, got a dad. I appreciate that, man. Uh, just resubscribe for two months. It's been so long. I've been able to watch work has been kicking my ass. Oh, it's been so long. I haven't been able to watch work has been kicking my ass. Well, that sucks, bro. Well, I appreciate you coming back, though. Thank you for resubscribing. Uh, FYI, just to, uh, you know, just to catch you up real quick while the uh, peeps vote on who we're going to waste our money on. Um, Here's where we're at. So, show was going great. We had a hype train in hour one. Daddy did a shot of, uh, let's trust the old handle of Fireball. And then uh, Charles Garza um, came into the chat and said he's celebrating one year of sobriety. So all the deckheads decided that we should celebrate Charles Garza's sobriety with two more shots. Oh, actually, my bad. That was his idea. And then everybody rallied behind it and sent bits and Thank guilted you. me into doing the shots. So here we are. I'm three shots of fireball in one hour of the goddamn show. Three tortillas for three shots, and I'm feeling it. So what happens the rest of this show? I have no idea. Pimp, I don't know how this is going to go. Hey, what's up, Eric Resendez? It's good to see you. So you're all caught up. I, uh, I'm i kind of just hanging on by a thread at this point. I don't really know what's happening. I don't even know what words I'm saying half the time now. So We're good. Uh, let's see. They're fighting on spaceships and <laughs> live streaming on Instagram. Oh, there's no way. That they would live stream this on Instagram. No. No way. No way. If they're going to live stream this, it's going to have to be on like a, a pay-per-view platform. They're not going to put it on their one platform. It's either going to be on like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or it's going to be just pay-per-view. 
Uh, no, I don't think they'd be able to just get one. Uh, let's see. <coughs> Excuse me. What's the idiot kickboxer's name that got arrested for sex trafficking? He offered to train Musk and got ignored. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't remember his name. What was that? Oh, God. He was like the hot topic for the last eight months or so. Sean said I'd rather watch a baseball marathon. What? You mean Sean hates celebrity boxing? No way. You don't say. Yo, DJ Maddie. 15 months, DJ Maddie. Come here. I love you, buddy. Uh, thank you for the resub, buddy. 15 months. He said, what's up, Barry? What's up, DJ Maddie? Where were you at show start? Telling me what, what today was. I have no idea. Uh, let's see. I bet GSP doesn't train him the whole time. He'll get fired or quit after meeting Musk. I knew a guy who worked for him directly and said it was a nightmare. Oh, gee, you don't think? Uh, excuse me. <laughs> Hugh Dapp said, who said you could use my body for these pictures? Yeah. Bro, you and I both know you don't look like that. Not in the least. But could you imagine uh, Elon Musk is hard to work for? You don't say. Come on, fam. We all know that. That dude's a fucking weirdo, to say the least. What's up, Resendez? Uh, Go for the old grumpy get off my lawn guy. No, not doing that. Just go vote. Um... You need to kiss my ass, Mark. Mark said, the fuck do I have to do to get you to stop drinking that trash? Bro, I don't know. All you guys are like, eh, that sucks. Fireball is for ho-ass bitches in, in fucking uh, the uh, sororities. Fireball is for the Omega Moose. Wasn't that from Revenge of the Nerds? Is Lambda, Lambda, Lambda and the Omega Moose? Yeah. Well, you know what? You know what this is? Um, it's 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 just it's it, fuck it. It's good, okay? It's not awful like some of the other shit. I mean, I like Jameson. For a while, Jameson was great. I don't know what happened. I lost my taste. I don't know. If I blame COVID. But there's nothing wrong with Fireball. I love that everybody's like that's trash. Well, then you start a show and do fucking shots but i'm drinking what i got okay deal with it don't judge me mark i don't plus i don't i do what i do you do what you do uh how about lsu kicking florida's ass mm, that happened that definitely happened got a dad uh if we keep this as a more known brazilian fighters would uh it be loyo machita versus charles Oliveira? kinda it feels like it yeah which is weird to, to, to compare Charles Oliveira to Mark Zuckerberg and Loyota Machida to Elon Musk. I feel like Machida to Musk is closer than Oliveira to Zuckerberg is. Live streaming on LinkedIn. Well done, weather guy. Well done. Uh, Tate? Who? Oh, yeah. Andrew Tate. That's it. That's it. There it is. Uh, I'd rather watch curling. Okay, don't disparage the good name of curling. DJ Maddie's been working. Oh, f- fuck no, E3. You, uh-uh. Mm, no, no, no. You can, you can suck a Nats dick. I'm not doing another shot. That's, 
I can feel. I can feel. I can feel it kicking in as we uh, as we go here. Let's see. Uh, what? Hugh Dab said shot for shot, my guy. Yeah, yeah, you do it. But I need video. I need video of you doing the shots and trying to entertain 53 people for another hour while you do a whole ass interview show with a fucking former co-host of yours. It ain't that easy, pal. Uh, it's National Bomb Pop Popsicle Day. I figured that would be July 4th. Guess not. Uh, Fireball is for frat daddies. You can go have sex with a mountain lion. Be handing. Uh, I missed some. some uh, oh, shit. We got a whole hype train going. Damn it. <laughs> I know what you guys are doing. Because daddy does shots with hype trains. Not today, bitches. I'm at my limit. Give a fuck. I'll put the stupid hat on. Yeah, I'll do the hat. I ain't doing no more shots. Y'all can suck it. No. Uh, thank you for the hype train. Jared Taylor, thank you for the hundred bucks. Christopher Sam Houston just resubscribed. Four months. Instead of DJ Maddie, hype train level one achieved. Thank you, guys. Mark said polls aren't working for me today. Yeah, just refresh. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dico Suave said, Fireball is for woke drunks. Why do y'all have to be so judgy? Like, everybody has to be so judgy about shots. Here's the thing. Let me, let me, just, let me just break this down for you, Dico Suave, if that is your real name. Me either, Patrick Swayze. Here's the deal. Everybody in this chat that wants to judge me for doing shots of fireball. I guarantee you there's at least at least one thing in your life where the rest of us would be like, you're a fucking weirdo for that. Don't be judgy. It's just a fucking alcoholic beverage, bro. Why does everybody have to be so eh, eh, fireballing this, fireballing that? Who gives a fuck? I'm still drinking it. It's like with uh, uh, you drink uh, Crown and Diet. Yeah, because I like it. You don't have to fucking drink it. Don't drink it then. Woke drunks. What a stupid. See, this is what happens when I drink. I start, start getting angry. Get aggressive. Fireball is for frat daddies. So is your mom. Beat Hannon. Oh. Very so aggressive. Well, then fuck off and don't peer pressure me into fucking doing shots. No, we're not doing a shot show. That's a whole nope. That's a big old nope. No. Mm -mm. Nope. And I tell you what, y'all keep talking shit and I'm going to get more and more aggressive. Oh, Spoon, what's up? You COVID having one elbow having son of a bitch. How are you, buddy? You guys, uh, shout out. Shout out to Spoon, Spoon the DJ in the chat. Spoon got COVID. Not my fault. Spoon got COVID and a bum elbow. Love you, buddy. Love you to death. Let's see. Poles aren't working. Eh, Nad stick. I've heard that before. What? Uh, Barry, definitely not top G. I don't know what that means, but I feel like it was a, a slight at me. And I just want you to know that I don't give a fuck. Sex with a mountain lion. Don't threaten me with a good time. There you go. Joe Pro's definitely considered. I feel like Joe Pro sits in the compound in the lean-to. Like, look at that raccoon. 
Look at it. With this little plump, sexy ass and its circular eyes. Should I? Uh, let's see. I'll join the weight loss challenge. If I can trade the prize money for Barry doing five shots on a show that I can choose whenever I want. Ooh, no. Uh, E3 said what a bunch of punk bitches. Thank you. Are y'all trying to have a shortened show today? Thank you. Who is everyone, sir? Maybe you should take a shot to calm down. Okay. Nope. Exactly, Barry. Who cares if you... What? Saft at... What? I don't even know what that means. Life is hard. Power hour, trash shots every 15 minutes for the last hour. This is all just garbage to me. You guys are making no sense. Hey, what's up, free mustache rides? Good to see you. Thank you for being here. Hopefully, you can bring some fucking normal, normalcy to this chat. These people are out of control. Christopher Mina said, I missed 2020 Barry on deck. I mean, what does that mean? You miss the fact that the show has evolved? You miss the fact that the, that was desperate times. Okay. Um, I don't judge. I'm a lightweight. Oh, no, you're judging. You're definitely judging. Spoon said, I just got paid shots. No, this went from 1% to 100% aggressive right away. It's because, Eric, everybody is talking shit about my liquor choice for shots. If y'all don't like the fact that I do fireball, one... Sit on this little doohickey and go fuck yourself. And two, just do your own show and do shots that you like. God damn. I'm going to fight everybody. It's going to be, you know what? You think Zuckerberg Musk? Wait till you see uh, Laminac chat. It's going to be a whole ass chat fight. I don't know. Uh, all right. What was our What was our answer to the poll? Let's see, because all I see is Mark G crying in the chat. Hey, my poll doesn't work. Well, get you some Cialis. All right. Uh, the chat has spoken. Who are we gonna gamble on? Was the question. Who are we gonna bet our hard earned dollars on? Who are we picking? Are we going Mark Zuckerberg or Elon Musk in the fight of the century? Oh, it has a vote breakdown. What is that? Oh, I thought it would tell me like who voted for what. Not 14 voters, nine voters. Okay. Uh, no one gives a shit about that. So the choice was Mark Zuckerberg. 61% of you went with the, uh, with the favorite. All right. Well, I guess we know what that means then. Let me uh, put this on the screen. Uh, there we go. All right, here we go. Uh, we're doing Zuckerberg for a five. Uh, my units are, my unit is a $5 unit, so don't judge me. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're risking five to win a $1.67. I'm going to be rich. I'm a buy my mama a new car with this. Okay. Um, here we go. We're betting. Wait, bet slip. Pay balance. Uh, Zuckerberg, $5 to win $1.67. Boom. Oh, boom. Done. 
All right. Well, we just wasted $5 on that bullshit. Uh, I just subscribed notifications off. Don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Uh, Amos, are you drinking? What? What? Hold on. Let me go back here. Let me see. Smile. I wish I could. Uh, ever wonder how they found out lambskin would be good for contraceptives? This is a good question. This is a good question. Barry, I'm just worried about your health. Oh, shut up, Mark. Um, I will 100% spar you. Amos, are you drinking too? <laughs> All right. I would spare free mustache rides. That little bitch. Wow. Dab. Hey, what's up, brother bear? People are pissed on the internet seeing a guy buy a case of Bud Light for less than four bucks. Bitch, I'm a pal. I'll buy a pallet of them. No. Um. Yeah, see, that's the same thing. Like, I drink Bud Light. I don't give a fuck what y'all think about that. I drink Bud Light. I like what I like. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I told y'all that I'm back. Haircut over. Don't worry, Barry. Uh, we treat Jim the same way. Uh, I think a couple of folks in here are what? Oh, drunk. My wife bumps louder than that. Burps louder than that. this is so weird. Mm, okay. This is the, the chat is spiraling out of control. Spiraling out of control. Um, You can't even buy Jenny's mom a new car air freshener with that. Oh, spoon. Wait a minute. <laughs> Spoon said he just subbed and the notification didn't go off. What the fuck? No, it didn't, Spoon. God damn it. Well, Spoon, I don't know what the hell is going on. It might be delayed. I don't know. That's bullshit. I thought you made like notifications when the show goes live. I don't know why it's not popping up. That's that's not good. By the way, thank you guys for the hype train level two. Zero percent, which means we got all the way through level one. Uh, your community contributed a total of three subs and 100 bits. Thank you, guys. Much appreciated. Alan said, who's drunk? Okay, Bud Light, and you bought how many? I'm on the way to Kroger right now. Anheuser-Busch distributes just about every alternative beer people are buying that don't care. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Uh... You tell my mom hello. What? Very great show idea. Mark said, Barry, great show idea, especially for one of your charity shows. You and me get hammered in box. I mean, I don't know that that's a good idea. Be your eyes get tiny when you're tipsy. Do they? Is that a thing? I think you ran him off. I'm terrible boxer. Mark's trying to sucker me in. Mark talks about all the fights he's been in. Uh, I really don't mean all the words I say. Okay, you guys are weird. Let's get. Let's just get. Okay. So we did the Zuckerberg thing. Uh, I did. I had this yesterday. Real quick, little baseball. Joel Blank gonna join me in about ten minutes. 
10 whole ass U.S. American minutes. Not that bullshit Euro metric time. No. Joel Blanket to join me in 10 minutes. Unless he texted me and was like, well, fuck you. I'm not doing the show then. Which he didn't. So that's it. That's a good thing. Um, but in the meantime, I had this yesterday. Didn't get to it. Donna said, oh, good. Lighten the mood. Yeah, the chat is just, they get unruly sometimes, Donna. And then I get into this, you know, got to respond. It's a whole thing. I don't know. It just, it throws the whole show off. I Sometimes I just need to close the chat. Yes, metric time, total Dallas. All right, uh, at the start of the season, this was the athletics power rankings in baseball. One, your Houston Astros. So it was Astros, Braves, Padres, Yankees, Dodgers. That was your top five. Astros, Braves, Padres, Yankees, Dodgers. Six through ten was Mets, Phillies, Blue Jays, Rays, Cardinals. That's how the athletic and a lot of talking heads in some way, some order, saw the top ten. Some might have the Dodgers at three or two or one or whatever. That was before game one of the 2023 baseball season. Now, as of two days ago when I made this slide, the Braves, not only are they the hottest team in baseball, I think they're 9-1 and one over their last 10, um, but they're really putting it on uh, the, the, the rest of the National League right now. But the, the Tampa Bay Rays have just not gone away. The Tampa Bay Rays are the least talked about team in baseball. But so far, through the midway point and beyond, through the All-Star break, they've been the best team in baseball. Uh, so the Rays are two. When uh, they were ranked nine to start the season. Braves are ranked two, so that's not a surprise. They're ranked one now. Rangers, not even the top 10, not even the top 20. Right now, the Rangers are third in the power rankings. Orioles are four, which, look, we saw the Orioles get hot down the stretch last season and impress a lot of people. Weren't really sure would they be able to sustain that again, or did they just catch lightning in the bottle towards the end of a season with nothing on the line? Uh, So they are fourth. Literally, a lot of people consider them to be one of the four or five best teams in baseball, as the Diamondbacks are up there as well at five. Giants are six. Dodgers are seven. Think about that for the second. Think about that for a second. The NL West has the Diamondbacks, Giants, and Dodgers at five, six, and seven in the power rankings. That's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Also crazy, the Reds are in the conversation. Nothing but young cats that nobody could pick out of a lineup, but the Reds are eight in the power rankings. Marlins are nine, which, look, if you really follow baseball, you knew the Marlins were working on something. They had some talent. So the Marlins are sitting at nine, and the Phillies are ten. Nowhere to be found, your Houston Astros. Uh, excuse me. Um, Let's see. Uh... Joe Pro said, I think the heat is making y'all delirious. I, at first, I thought it said you, but I think you're right. I think the chat is getting delirious. Um, Jared said, what I've gathered from the last 10 minutes is these people hate free alcohol. Fireball was a gift. Suck it, chat. 
thank you. Thank you. Okay, I'm day drinking. Uh, who would the public want to die more in a death match? Charles Manson or Richard Ramirez? That's a good question. That's a good question. People will should drink whatever they like. Thank you, Chet. Thank you. This list is just the NL West and the NL East. <laughs> I mean, it kind of feels that way, Eric, right? I mean, how many how many people from the NL uh, West are in this? Let's see here. Uh, you've got the Dodgers, Giants, and Diamondbacks. So who's missing? The Rockies and the Padres. So that's three from that division. And then the NL East is the Phillies, the Marlins, the the Reds are the central, right? Phillies, Marlins, Braves. And yeah, so one, two, three. So six of the ten are from those two divisions. Pretty crazy. Pretty wild. And none of those teams that everybody thought were dead ringers to be great. Dodgers, Yankees, Padres, or Astros. Top ten, so. My how things can change. Um, let me pull this up real fast. Uh, if you're curious, I almost hit the wrong button and canceled the whole show. That's my bad. Here are your current standings. Um, just to kind of back up what we just looked at. Tampa Bay Rays still have the best record in baseball with a 663 uh, or 663 winning percentage, which is, well, a best, a tied for best with the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Orioles are second in that division, Yankees, Jays, and Red Sox. That old division is good. Listen, the, the Red Sox ain't out of it either at this point. Uh, Twins, Guardians, Tigers, White Sox, Royals. I don't think anybody really gives a shit about the Central right now, the AL Central. And the West, I hate to tell you this, Astros, Astro fans, Rangers aren't going anywhere. If the Rangers were going to fade, they would have faded by now. And by fade, I mean like fallen into obscurity and been like, well, that was a flash in the pan. If that was going to happen, it would have happened by now. So you can not like it all you want. You could talk all the shit you want to total Dallas. But the fact of the matter is the Rangers are legit and they're here to stay. They've won 60% of their games. You know how many teams in baseball can say that up to this point? Three? Is it four? The Rays, the Orioles, the Rangers, the Braves, and that's it. No one else has won 60% of their games yet. So Rangers are legit. They ain't going nowhere. Best plus minus in baseball, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Best plus minus in baseball. They got pitching. They got hitting. Sorry. Uh, so there's the NL West or the AL West Rangers, Astros, Angels, Mariners, who I thought would be a lot better than they are right now. The Rangers and or the Mariners and the Orioles are kind of the opposites, right? Like we saw how good the Mariners were, and I was like, oh boy, Mariners are going to be tough. And Boston, I mean, the Orioles are eh, flash in the pan. They'll they'll come back down to earth. Nope, both of those teams did the opposite, and the A's are terrible. Uh, NL East, Braves, Marlins, Phillies, Mets, Nationals. This is all you need to know. The Braves are the best team in the NL right now. Diamondbacks are vying for that spot as well. Diamondbacks are a big surprise. I don't know what's bigger, the Diamondbacks surprise or the Dodgers surprise that they are not leading that division right now. Dodgers barely over 500 at 44 and 35, 55%. Should have been a lot better. Uh, so there you go. 
Um, NL East, Braves, Marlins, Phillies, Mets, Nationals. Boy, just real quick, a little baseball talk. The Mets, with all the money they've spent, every dollar they've spent, and they are that bad, I'd be pissed if I was Steve Cohen. Pissed. You won 36 games, 45% of your games. I went out and I got Justin Verlander. Uh, NL Central, big, one of the biggest, if not the biggest surprise in baseball has to be the Cincinnati Reds, which, by the way, leading a division at a minus 16, but you know, they, they've really put it on in the last month or so. Uh, so it's NL Central's Reds, Brewers, Pirates, Cubs, Cards. Really surprised the Cardinals are that bad this year as well. And the West, the NL West, is the Diamondbacks, Giants, Dodgers, Padres, and Rockies. It feels like we're in the upside down. If this baseball season could be summed up, by a show or series, this is Stranger Things. This is baseball in the upside down. This is baseball topsy-turvy. All the stalwart teams that we expected to be good to great, Padres, Dodgers, Astros, Yankees, are not. It's the Reds, Rangers, Orioles. I mean, the Braves are holding their own. Diamondbacks, what? None of these teams were supposed to be this good. And yet, here we are. Um, All-Star voting finals, or the All-Star finals come out tonight. I was going to look at who's leading, but we are running out of time. And I just heard in my ear that uh, one Joseph L. Blankenship has entered the green room. George Trevor Pookie said, I blame the pitch clock. Well, then, No. The only, the only legitimate argument you would have for that is a guy like Luis Garcia, whose rock the baby windup is directly affected by the new rules of pitch clock. Everybody else is playing under the same rules. So, biggest letdown is the Padres. Bro, all the money the Padres have spent. What's up, Houdini? Come on, Guardians. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh,. Uh-oh, what is this? Where the hell did I get this window from? Oh, okay. Well, that's that's weird. I guess I closed it. Uh, let's see. Nah, we chat a little bit on the Twitter about the pitch clock. Fuck that clock. Mm, I don't mind it. It's all the same rules. Tucker is the only really affected by having to adjust his pre-batting routine. Uh, Altuve likes to take a lot of time. You know what was interesting, Donna, that I thought about when they started coming out with the rules? Obviously, a guy like Luis Garcia. But you know who used to take forever between each pitch? Marwin Gonzalez. Is he even still in baseball? I imagine when they announced the new rules, Marwin Gonzalez was like, well, I retire. That dude would take nine hours. Between each pitch. It ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, have the Orioles been good since the Iron Man? Yeah, not really. This is the resurgence of the Baltimore Orioles since Cal Ripken. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were okay. You know what I mean? They were like wild card status for a couple of um, years. When what's his name? Adam. I can't remember. Uh, too many shots, but yeah, there was a couple of years where they were, you know, 
bottom tier playoff wild card contenders. Uh, yeah. All right. So enough baseball because because Omar was playing in Japan. Good to know. Good to know. And uh, I see B. Hannon said Harden is leaving Philly. Well, it's funny you should say that because oh, he didn't turn his light on. <laughs> Where are you? Is a totally different setup. Are you at your mistress's house? <laughs> <laughs> All right, joining me, me on the program right now. I'm biding you time, uh, as he always does. What are you? All right, he's like, God damn it. This is not what I signed up for. This is a bunch of bullshit. I'll read this chat while I... It's fine, buddy. You don't... You don't... <laughs> Give me the all right. Um, uh, oh, that was via Woj. Ah, look at that sexy beast. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Total else of the pitch clock. Um, didn't they say like 50 to 60% of pitches have sustained injury so far this season? Oh, pitchers. Some said a deeper study into the pitch clock might be in order. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Oh, Stevie Weathercard. Thank you for the six to nine. I like uh uh, I think I did. did that Jared Taylor, did I miss your 100 bits? If so, I'm sorry. Uh, Steven Weatherguy said, Joel needs to do shots. Joel ain't doing shots, buddy. Joel don't drink. That's no. That'd be like, like ugh, Perry needs to snort cocaine. No, no, he doesn't. Because he doesn't do that. Never in my life have I done that. Uh, not my thing. Man, MLB, the show, I traded Garcia because his pitch animations took too long. That's funny. That's very funny. Uh, Spoons and Cardinals have had two MVP candidates. Yeah, and they're as bad as they are. All right, my boy is set up. Let's do this. Joining me on the program uh, like he does every a single Thursday when we're or when our schedules vibe. Um, he is the co-host of the Killer Bees on ESPN Radio, and uh, you can catch that from twelve to three if you don't have the the. Uh, if you don't live here in Houston and can listen to ESPN 97.5, you can download the app. Uh, he spent 20, I'm going to make sure I get this right, 23 years in the front office of the Houston Rockets. 21, 20, fuck, I messed it up. Uh, he spent a long time, 20, I mean, it was 27 years in the NBA. I thought it was 23 years in the front office for the Houston Rockets, four years in the front office for the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, my former co-host of The Usual Suspects, my partial to that show. And uh, he joins us every single Thursday. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, my dude, Joel Blank. Joseph, how are you, buddy? I'm here. I mean, I'm just honored to be allowed in. Um, based on your busy schedule, it's always tough to track you down. I'm blessed that you decided to join me. Um, I want to remind you that, do you know what today is? And I know you've had shots, so this is completely, oh, you may today be, is Today is Friday? No, Thursday. Tomorrow. Oh God, it's Thursday. <laughs> right. But um, what is just today? to take you back, just to mm -hmm. take you back, because it came up after the show today. Oh. What would I call tomorrow and you then follow up for tomorrow if we were still doing the show? Hmm, trivia. Oh, I bet you some of your listeners would, would an, know. Tomorrow would be an F yeah Friday. F E F exactly. Friday. F yeah for me. And yes. You would F yeah. And I always heard it as an F yeah for Friday. Yes. I don't know who the hell Fef is, but it's an F yeah Friday. Okay. Yep. Just what thought is I'd today? bring that back to your what memory. What is today? You said, do I know what today is? 
Well, just because it would start getting you into oh, guessing gotcha, 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 what gotcha, gotcha. tomorrow would be. And then you guess tomorrow for today. It screwed the whole thing up. I, but it was organic and it was beautiful. <laughs> um, Hugh Dab said, are you at Cheddar's? No, he's not at Cheddar's. He's at his house. Right? Hugh Dab's in some porta potty outside NRG Stadium with one finger. Probably. Yeah, probably trying to loosen it up. Uh, Joel, you are looking yoked. Have you been working out, buddy? Have you been uh, doing a diet and exercise thing? Yeah, I've been trying. I mean, I know you do You do the uh, weight loss challenge you stole from us, but um, I just have been How trying to... How is it to... stealing if I was one-third of the show? It's all of well, us. I mean, if right, you guys so then... did it on the Killer Bees, that would be also not stealing because it was done at ESPN. Mm. Mm, mm, I, mm. I think you might have a problem if it went the other way. I just think you would. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But I, you know what? There was a lot of stuff that they wanted me to do, like uh, Monday movie moments with Trey and some other shit. And I was just like, no, all that was. But we only did this because, you know, the, people are fat. Let's be real. You've seen a lot of these people. I mean, if you got Maybe. Morty to drop off, you know, pre-engineered meals again and whatever <laughs> those, you know. <laughs> the stalker, you know. We won't name names. Uh, no, uh, Morty's good. Morty works. That's perfect. Uh, get some extra knuckle work in. Said E three to Hugh Dab. That's not nice. All right. Um, yeah, Jet. Jet wants to know where's the bookcase with the trophies. Why? Uh, why the change of scenery? I'm, I'm curious. Before we get into all this NBA, I talk. heard that Jet was actually stalking me, trying to figure Ooh. out itemize what I autographed. And I decided not to good. change the look up because it's none of your damn business. Yeah, not good. Uh, I heard Jet's super creepy. That's what I've heard. That's the rumor like, on the street. Like, extremely. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Hey, E3. And I appreciate female, you, man. And what? And female. Yeah, female. Yeah, and creepy. Uh, what a, what who a knew? combo. Which is, again, you know. Uh, Got to run. Know? Cheers. Uh, we'll see you, E3. All right. So why doesn't Joel join the... Because he doesn't need to. All right, Joel so Norris. I, I, what? I subscribed. Do I have to do it again? No, 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 no. He said, why doesn't Joel, Joel join the weight loss challenge? I'm like, because he doesn't need to. Look out. Look join? at this sexy beast. Look at him. Why don't you join the, the sit and spin club? And then we'll call it Wow. Wow. And I haven't had shots. How about that? Yeah, what if shots are taken? I was being an asshole to the chat earlier, but I blame the fireball. You were just, hey. I blame um, the chatters. John Dory said, you guys are a great team. Well, thank you. We... We, uh, we appreciate that, and uh, we agree. <laughs> we miss each other greatly we do. on the air. We do. We do. <laughs> Why did you have to add on the air, Joel? God! Hey, you're the one that stresses organics. I'm reading the contract. Was it not in the script? For this did, I not, did I not read the script for today? Did I not rehearse properly? My bad. Damn on it. me. You gotta right. be a better teammate. Yeah, we've got a plethora of topics to discuss. Um, let me let me find here. Ah, where to go? Well, at, okay. least there, at least you had them all prepared. <laughs> Just I deserve that every moment of it. All right, well, let's talk first about the NBA draft. And I mean, look, this show is based in Houston. You're based in Houston. Uh, the vast majority of the people in the chat right now are based in Houston. Let's talk in general about the draft, but specifically let's start with, because we'll get to the Whitman Yama and the Scoots and Dame and Portland and all that bullshit. Let's start with the Rockets. Your thoughts on their draft, their draft night, 
A lot of people clamoring, saying that the Rockets did a great job. What say you uh, on the Rockets 2023 NBA draft? So here's what I've told you before, and I won't back down from that. And in, in evaluating Rafael Stone in a lot of ways, I'm going to give him credit overall for winning the draft for the picks that they had, because I think they got really good potential value for the picks that they had. Now, before I give total credit to Rafael Stone for drafting those picks, I will go back the last three years and the last three drafts and just remind everybody he didn't have to do anything and what was left fell into his lap. Easy to say with Amon Thompson because he did and he was projected to be a top four pick. Easier to say, but complex for some, that though he said he was trying multiple ways to trade up, he didn't have to do anything and Cam Whitmore fell into his lap. So, Rockets, great outcome. Rockets general manager, you're welcome. Because, I mean, the rest of the league basically put a bow on it and said, here, let me tickle your fancy. I'll drop this in your lap. And, and look, and I think the Rockets came out very well, the much better for what they got. Because they got a guy that Cam Whitmore was projected to be a top five pick. If you get him at 20, no one's going to criticize you. Who, who do you think is better? I mean, if Cam Whitmore was considered to be a top five pick, which means he could have gone anywhere between one and five, you wasn't going one. He probably wasn't going two or three. you break that down yourself? Huh? So if he was projected to be a top five pick and that meant he could go anywhere between one and five, that's analytical. That's solid. Thank you. I mean, you know, I've been doing this a while, so I, I know how to. I mean, you didn't even I, have a calculator on screen. That's I know how numbers work. Me. I'm pretty good with numbers. Uh, but, I mean, obviously he wasn't going one. He probably wasn't going two or three. What we're basically talking about is that the Rockets got a four and five pick at four and 20, right? Yeah. In your opinion, absolutely. who's going to end up being the better player? I know we don't know a ton about him right now, and it's hard to predict, but, you know, just talking. Is it going to be Cam or is it going to be Amin that's going to be the star from this draft class? So I think short-term, it's definitely Cam Whitmore. He's more NBA-ready now. He's got an NBA body. He's physical. He's strong. He went up against real college competition in a really good conference, and he can score the basketball. So I think that the short-term answer is Cam because you're taking an 18-, 19-year-old kid who, as much as everybody raves about his athleticism, played against glorified high school players a year ago. Now you're going to play against grown-ass men every night that get paid for a living too, that are muscular and physical and, sh- and stronger and-, and more developed than you are. So that being said, and then factoring in from Whitmore being a scorer that can shoot, you've got a point guard in Amen who can't shoot yet. So I think that in a lot of ways, the short-term answer is definitely Cam. Now the long-term, if you believe everything that you've heard about Amen, and you believe he will develop a shot, I believe that the long-term possibility is that Amen could actually supersede anything that Cam does. Great problem for to have if you're the Rockets because you got two more young kids to develop that could potentially be stars. Um, we were talking about Amen Thompson the other day on the show, and I was mentioning about his shooting woes and how he wasn't a great shooter, especially from three, um, but just in general from the floor, right? And somebody brought up a good comparison. They were like, oh, he's a point guard, a a tall, you know, long point guard that can, you know, defend the perimeter. He's Ben Simmons. I was like, oh, Jesus. Did they just draft Ben Simmons? Well, athletically, they say he's more Russell Westbrook. And again, another accurate comparison. If you talk about a guy that's a super freak athlete Mm -hmm. that could do a lot of things really well. Now, (laughs) Russ was way more developed 
like physically than Amen Thompson. But Russ isn't 6'9-ish with a long wingspan with springy, you know, jump with a great eye to pass the ball, right? So they're two different type players, the way their their genetic makeup is in their build. But I think that both kind of have that characteristic of even if you can't shoot well, you can do so many other things so well that there's a place for you in this league. And look, I always what they said about Simmons, right? He's, but again, he hasn't changed. He may have even digressed. I mean, there's a guy that's mm. you know gets gets LNS every time he sees an open shot. I mean, I'll say little in syndrome for the L and the S. You do the N. But yeah. the bottom line is, you get what I'm talking about. Whereas other guys, and the, the examples I always give are Gary Payton, Jason Kidd mm. came into the league, both of them with 25 letter alphabets. Didn't take them long to develop that freaking J. And once they developed it, they also became three point shooters and then became more of a, of a feared foe for anybody in the league because now they're unbelievable defenders. They're great passers. But now you've got to respect their offense and their jump shot, not just their, their dribble drive penetration. Now you're in trouble. Mm. Uh, somebody in the chat just said, um, oh, where did it go? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Dick Willie said, thank Buddha that Silas is gone for development of these youngsters. Do you agree with that? Absolutely agree with it. You, you think Adoku is the guy go over. To- is that like a puzzle that you do in the newspaper? Udoku? The, uh, Udoka, whatever. <laughs> I, I think I think I, was like, I think Udoka. I think Udoka is the right guy for the job. If I could go more than 100 percent Barry, I would. Oh uh, yeah. What? <laughs> I, although you did show that you were faking it. Yeah. Otherwise, it would have been really fantastic. Um, Steven Silas would have been the absolute wrong guy for this job. He already was. But when you think about all the young talent that you continue to stockpile that has to be developed and the fact that he only coached one end of the floor, which was offense, and now you've got a guy with championship caliber pedigree. Didn't win it, but he got there with a young team. Yeah. Okay, he, he, he stresses both ends of the floor. He stresses an offense where there's ball movement, body movement, and we're done with all the ISO plays. That's what all these young guys need. That's what this entire roster was craving. Someone coach him up. Someone teach him that they will respect and learn from and then watch them develop both ends of the floor so that they, we know we, we can find out what they can truly be. I don't think we could really truly, we don't know what Jalen Green is two years in. We don't know what Jabari Smith can be a year in. We think we know a lot of what Shen Goon can do, which is above average as a center. We don't know if he can defend. We don't know if he can learn to rotate and move his feet and do things that could make him even better. This coach with his staff, is the right guy to find out what what everyone can become, including the rookies you just drafted. Where'd you go? Why can't I hear you? Do you think part? Do you think part there of there? Thanks. Was that my technical faux pas? Yeah. Or your- I I coughed earlier and I hit the mute button, and then you I have forgot a to hit three letter alphabet without I, T, or J. Um, it was Silas's problem just trying to be too much of a friend because that doesn't that's not a, a, a Idoka. Oh, you got me all fucked up now. <laughs> that's not what is that doesn't seem um, like that's his mo, right? He doesn't want to be your friend. He just wants to win games and win championships. And if you like him, great. Well, if not, great. But Silas seemed like he was trying to be buddies with everybody. I think that you could only go so far on. He's a good guy. You know, he always had. When I say the ass end excuse, which is the butt, you know, but he's a good guy. I mean, he doesn't coach defense. He doesn't teach <laughs> guys all. how to rotate up, but 
God. good guy. I mean, okay, thumbs up on the good guy part. Dusty Baker's a good guy too, but he wins games, right? Mm. And he he knows how to relate to his players. Silas, as we always hear too, he didn't sign up for this. I get it. But at a certain point as a professional coach, you deal with the hand you were dealt. Yep. And you got a bunch of young kids. The fact that what we saw witnessed and it didn't take a basketball expert to be able to figure out these kids aren't getting any better. They don't know where to go on offense or defense. They don't respect authority. They're doing whatever they want, whenever they want, from on the court to off the court. He was the wrong guy. I mean, I go to the Wade Phillips card. I go to guys like that. Some guys are just really meant to be coordinators and assistant coaches, and they're really good at it. But when you give them the reins and say, run the whole show, now you got a whole lot of problems. Yeah. And now you got a, a guy trying to figure it out on the fly that even when we saw him get emotional and we said, he's got to play defense, he got to do these things. Well, who's coaching him? Are yeah. you going to teach him? Because that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So I think Udoka is a guy that comes in and says, I learned from Greg Popovich. He coached me. I coached with him. I know what to do and what not to do. I know, we all know, there are players that you can get up in their face and you can give them tough love. Some guys can take it, some guys can't. But at the same time, I know how to teach them basketball one-on-one, X's and O's, and how to rotate and how to screen and how to, how to rebound and defend and what to do on offense that I don't think Silas and his staff were doing. No, it, it certainly didn't appear as such. Um, and, and again, I think it was one of those, you get that position and you want to be liked. And this this team is not that kind of team. You can't you, you be you want to be liked on the Lakers. You know what I mean? You can't you can't have that mentality on a young team like this. How how long do you give Ime Udoka to be to turn this thing around? Do you give him three years? What's the what's the path? Because he's got he's basically they gotta start over, right? I mean, because of what Silas I, didn't do for I don't his think so, young core. I don't think so simply because the owner won't allow it. The owner said, uh, the owner has said Udoka's backed it up. Stone has been relatively hesitant to also go along with it because he knows it's directly associated with his future. But they said they're in phase two. Phase two is about winning now. And I don't know, and I agree with you, I don't Mm. know that this roster is ready to win now. And Mm. if they win, even if they win more games than they did a year ago, even if they win 10 more games, what does that get you? Maybe you're the 10 seed and you get a play in maybe, but the last year you control your pick one through four is this upcoming draft. Otherwise it goes to OKC. So it almost behooves you to not win for one more year, right? Embrace the suck that as I created for the Texans, it's easily fits for the Rockets. That's why I keep saying the parallels between these two teams to answer your question I think that Udoka is on parallel with D'Amico. I think Mm -hmm. that they got the clean slate with the safest job security, with the the guys that are going to be empowered for probably five years to go do what you're supposed to do. Now, the general managers, on the other hand, while they do what they're supposed to do if they don't win, their window of survival might be one to three more years. And that's Mm -hmm. that's on the overly positive side. I think Casario could have just one more year left. And I truly believe and have talked to people that think Rafael Stone could only have one year left. You know what? Um, Flimsy Cherry said, why is Joel cooking? Uh, he's killing it. I, I the, the interesting thing about that is um, if you were looking at, you know, quality for the positions on both uh, these positions on both of these teams as head coach and GM, um, I think that the GM roles for both of these teams were good. But they just elevated the head coaching. The, the head coaching just passed 
the GM, and now I think the owners kind of look back and are, are looking at that and going, okay, yeah, now you're on the clock because I think we literally just got the guys we needed, not just wanted, but needed at this current position. Well, so the GMs think better about, keep up from here on out. And even in retrospect, looking back from a Casario perspective, it was fine when you didn't have first and second round picks. Mm-hmm. When you got them, the two biggest question marks are your team are your first round picks, which are supposed to be the easiest of all your picks a year ago. Now, with Stone, all the picks have fallen into your lap. But you know what you didn't have for the, since he's took it, taken over? Cap space. Now you got $60 million in cap space. How you spend that cap space and how it affects your wins and losses bottom line is going to directly affect how, it, in, it, how your employment is affected. So I think here's where he's got to step up. The draft picks are fine, and you got good players. But what are you going to do to fortify and supplement those players from a veteran perspective with the money you have to spend. Now you have to spend a minimum of 47 to 50 of the 60. Okay. Yeah. So right. if it's like you don't spend that wisely, you spend like 90% of it or something like that. 90% of the cap or something right. like that. Yeah. So it's one thing to say, well, the owner, just like the picks fell into my lap. Well, the owner told me to take James Harden and pay him. So I did. Well, then you can go, okay, well then my job's safe. Yeah. Well, if Harden's off the table now and out of the equation, and I fully expect he's going back to Philly. I think he can opt out, by the way, guys, but he'll still re-sign with Philly because his significant other and his side piece is Daryl Morey all in one. And Daryl ain't letting his his B go. So that's his, <laughs> and I meant like Beyonce B, his bay, not his, you know. But some Rockets fans might use that differently. I just um, think that Harden stays. Now it becomes more challenging. Well, breaking news. Uh 76ers guard James Harden is picking up his $35.6 million option. And sides are beginning to work together on exploring a trade and trade scenarios. So he did opt in, but it doesn't sound like he wants to be there and Philly doesn't want him. But I think he kind of knew I'm probably not going to get $35 million on the open market anymore. It's interesting because I thought he was going to pick up the, that year because this Stay. is the first year Embiid's big extension starts. So Embiid's getting over 40. So now so that they have some wiggle room for Daryl to bring in some other, more players – I, and I still think the trade could be Tobias Harris. I think mm. that they could, because Harden still can coexist with Embiid. Tobias Harris is grossly overpaid no matter. He's not a bad player, but for what you're paying him, I think he's grossly overpaid. Mm. So I think that Philly's going to look to try and move a guy or two to try and bring in better guys. Now, I do think Nick Nurse is the guy, even from his press conference, wasn't seemingly enamored with James. Mm. And he would love to have Fred Van Vliet. But I don't know that Fred Van Vliet makes the Sixers better than they were last season with James Harden and the guys that they had. Uh, maybe in the playoffs he does. Maybe not during the regular season. But I, oh. <laughs> shit, I, I, I know, I know that that's a silly thing to say. But I, bro, would you rather have Fred Van Vliet in the playoffs or James Harden? Oh, Harden will disappear no on you. Yeah, he'll drop a forty. I was just but he'll Harden, can pull, Harden, Harden might be able to pull a rabbit out of a hat. He ain't <laughs> be able to put a basketball in a hoop. No. I mean, playoffs is like one game good means two games bad. And big game James ain't exactly – Slim Jim is more than his nickname than <laughs> big Jim games because it's slim sometimes when you look at the box score. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of that, what do you expect the Rockets to do in free agency? What What do you think the path that they take is? I've said all along the two things this team desperately needs as it relates to free agency and veterans, point guard and big man. You don't need any more twos, threes, and fours because you've got a glutton of younger guys that play all those positions. And the last thing you want is a veteran you bring in who is trying to prove he's worth the money, 
who's demanding to start, who's taking major minutes away from your young players, and is in, in part stunting the development of your young players to pry, tr try and show everybody that I'm worth what they paid me. So I think if you get a big, we, we just got done talking about Shen Goon not being able to play great defense. Well, if you get a big rim-protecting, rebounding, shot-blocking big man, that can kind of, when you're up in a game, he can come in and defend. When you're down in a game, Shen Goon can get you buckets. Then a point guard, KPJ led the league in assist, I mean in turnovers last year. He's not a point guard. If you put KPJ at the two, Jalen at the three, Jabari at the four, Shangun at the five, if you give me a veteran point guard, now hmm. whose role is to play like a Fred Van Vliet. Been there, done that, won a championship, got my money. Don't have a whole lot of concerns or cares in the world. But if my coach tells me go out and get these kids the ball in the right spot, that's what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. If my coach tells me to go play defense, that's what I'm going to do. And by the way, in the locker room and on road trips, I'm going to teach you how to be a professional when I'm paid to do what I do. I think Fred Van Vliet is the perfect fit for this team. The news you just gave me makes me worry that Philly might consider him. Mm. But I think that as long as it's just a two-year deal, because anything after that, now you got to worry about that money getting in the way of you re-signing some of these young guys that might be on the verge of being really good. Yeah. But I think Van Vliet on a two-year deal, we talked about this today on my show, even if it's a year and a half. So say... Amen Thompson starts developing really quickly. Fred Van Vliet's young enough and good enough that playoff teams are going to come knocking on your door going, by the trade deadline, if you're going to put Thompson in the starting lineup, why don't you let me know what you need for Fred Van Vliet because he makes me better. Lakers don't have a point guard. They would love to have Fred Van Vliet. You know, there are teams that don't have the ability to go out and get him outright right now, but in a year's time might say, I've got some young pieces. I've got some ways for you to get draft picks and some money. You take what you want, we'll take Van Vliet. We get better in the short term. You continue your rebuild. Hey man, it, it's going to be interesting because I I, I was watching. I'm Amen Thompson, not Amen. Just what did I say? I didn't say Amen. I mean it. Amen. You said you said Amen, but it was just because really? you said you praised it, like because you no. agreed with me. You went Amen. Oh, I'm just telling um, you, Amen. My bad. My bad. You're sharp today with these shots. <laughs> I was watching, uh, I don't know what it was this morning, but um, they they talked about the Rockets kind of are going to, with the money that they have, they've got the most cap space of any team in the NBA. They're kind of going to be dictating where all the dominoes fall, or they could be dictating where all the dominoes fall. And I think it all centers around what you just talked about, who they bring in with this money. Is it Harden? Is it Van? You know, Fred Van Vliet? Is it what they do? Uh, is going to have a, an impact on the rest of the teams and, and what they end up doing. Do you think that the Rockets should, um, sp when they when we're talking about spending the money, right? You, you've seen them. They, they've thrown out Brooke Lopez. They've thrown out all these names. Is this one of those things where you would invest long-term, kind of what we were just talking about, because you've got to spend the money um, and you're in phase two, so do you really heavily invest in your veterans and and believe that, you know, when when doing that and these young guys mature that you're going to be ready to take the next step next step to phase 3 within the next couple of years? Is it, or well, let do me ask you, you is, spend a little money to satisfy the requirements and suck again to keep that control of that one pick that you got next year and then yeah, I, take it serious. I would ask you are you putting more stock and trust and value in the kids you drafted and knowing that you got a couple that could turn out or hoping that you got a couple of veterans that for say a couple of years, whatever you sign them for, maybe four year deal max is what they want. 
but if they show out that you get them for, for a small window of their career, then they're probably washed up or looking for a chance to win a chip and your young guys are being held back or underdeveloped. And then it's, they're going to be like, I'm out because you didn't do live up to your end of the bargain. You're not going to bargain with me and give me the money I want. And there are teams out there with cap space that are saying, we'll take a guy that we don't think was developed properly. That's 23 and, and take a shot. I think that's, that's where they get that Barry, that's where I go back to Rafael Stone in the, in this entire process of free agency. Now, I think that there's only about 3 to 5 guys in this free agency that are going to find multiple teams interested in their services. I think that you're going to find guys elsewhere that are going to get overpaid and their agents are going to play the game that oh, there are other they're going to get woges of the world and other guys to put out hey there are other teams that are interested well i'd be what daryl morey did with clint capella show me bring me an offer sheet or tell me show me what offer they got if you can validate it we'll talk if not i don't want to pay, overpay for dylan brooks mm. i don't want to mm. overpay for some of your secondary or third tier you know big men and point guard like Lo- and brooks lopez yeah that- See, I think Brooke Lopez is worth a lot more money to the Milwaukee Bucks, and he stays in a winning environment with a chance to win a championship, as opposed to he might get overpaid to come here, but that means less minutes for Shengun, less minutes for Jabari Smith, or sharing minutes with the three of them, as we've talked about on our show. And it's like, do you think Brooke Lopez signed up? Yeah, it's great that you have the money, but do you think he signed up to be a big brother mentor playing 20 minutes a game with the Houston Rockets? While you're taking it in the shorts night in night out as opposed to a, the, the best record in the nba in milwaukee not because i don't age, no no not at his age so i think yeah. the biggest thing right now for stone is spend wisely like mm-hmm. don't get bamboozled the rumor out this morning from mark stein said that dylan brooks the rockets are prepared to offer between 28 and 32 million dollars over a two-year deal for dylan brooks tell me who's the other team that's willing to pay them that validates that. Otherwise, I'll show you 18 to 25 teams that say, I wouldn't touch that dude with a 10-foot pole because he's got a bigger mouth than his abilities. And when push comes to shove and LeBron puts him in a corner, he goes and cries mama and, and doesn't want to talk to the media and doesn't hit a shot as opposed to a guy that steps up and, and, and puts it in his mouth and says, you know what, LeBron, you used to be able to do this. You can't do that to me. And he hasn't done that. No. And, and the crazy thing about that whole scenario was – was the fact that he tried to blame the media at the end. Yeah. It was like, no, bro, you, you're you the one that said that with a camera and a mic in your face. The media didn't do that. They just, you you had to eat your words. That was your fault. And If, and that, if he was such a weakness, hot commodity, Barry, yeah. if he was such a hot commodity, the Memphis Grizzlies would have never let him get away. Nope. Nope. I, I totally agree. All right, let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about some other teams. Let's talk real quick about what's going on in Portland. Uh, Dame Lillard said he wanted to meet with the front office in Portland, reevaluate and, and learn what's their strategy going forward. And, and the two sides met and they came out of it and Dame didn't request a trade and Portland's not looking to trade him. Was this a mistake on either or both sides? Because as it stands now, Portland doesn't have much that they can offer. They don't have cap space. I don't know how they're going to be quote committed to winning when they can't do anything. You know what they got, Barry? They got his replacement. They got him in the draft. Yeah. They got Scoot Henderson, the point guard, who's going to replace Damon Lillard. So this is the this is the Texans JJ Watson area. Neither side wants to be the bad guy and say, I want out or I'm done with Damon Lillard. But 
if we could meet and say, you guys can't put around me what I need, then it's just a matter of how do we get to the point that we both want to go? Because Portland's got three young players now that they can really develop around it. And their roster is similar in a lot of ways to the young players the Rockets have. But they still have one guy the Rockets don't, and that's Dame Lillard. But he's got value. So now your centerpiece becomes, I've got a tradable asset. Miami wants him. The Knicks would love him. There's other teams that are going to be enamored enough to give you multiple resources for Dame Lillard. If the Blazers are willing to just take it publicly and say, okay, we understand. Dame said he didn't want to trade. We also understand Dame wants to win a championship. In order for both things to happen, we're going to do what we think is best for us by also putting Dame in the best situation. Then you can pull a Harden and say, I'm going to trade Dame to the team he wants to go to. Or I can say, I'm going to put Dame in an environment where he has better veteran players around him, whether they win it or not is on him and the team. But I'm also going to take the best offer someone's given me for him. If that means young players, draft picks, and a chance to rebuild quicker, then we're good. But is it going to be young players and draft picks? Because you got to match that salary. And you're in the same scenario that the Rockets and teams like that were in. In that, I mean, for the last two to three years, it just felt like there was this Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, John Wall thing that was just kind of everybody was swapping these contracts around. It's going to kind of be the case with Dame, right? Are we looking at the new version of that is Dame, Kyrie, and James Harden, and they're just moving money around to three different teams? No, because I know the 15% trade kicker where you got to come within 15% from both sides are when both teams are over the cap uh. or, or spending at a high rate of the cap. If you've got a team that's gro- like the Rockets, for example, or Oklahoma City, that's how Sam Presti stockpiled all of these draft picks. You send me your trash, your massive contracts with little ability left veteran who has a year or two left, and I'll stash them on my bench if you give me two ones and a two or one one and two twos. And now suddenly, Sam Presti's going to control a, a third of the draft for the next four years and get better quicker while he has the cap space. That's another thing the Rockets should consider. If they truly are worried about enough minutes for all the young players and they don't see veterans that they really feel like are a valid fit, well, then go see if you're willing to take on some veterans with big contracts with teams that need cap space. And in return, they're going to give you multiple draft picks that have give you the assets you don't have. Let's not forget that Daryl Moore basically gave away all their draft picks for the next several years. So if you can get some of those back so that you can protect your rear end and get guys that you're going to need in the next couple of years through the draft, so be it. Do it. And and all you got to do is soak up a contract or two. Um, Chris from Sam Houston said, Dame for Harden makes sense. Portland gets cap relief after a year of James, and Philly gets a guy who's good in return. I mean, Unfortunately, the strip clubs can't hold James in Portland. (laughs) I mean, I used to live there. But, I I mean – I don't care about if James is hurt feelings. He's got money, and he'll, he'll, you know, maybe Portland moves him again. But Dame would be ideal with Embiid. Uh huh. Yeah. And the pieces they got, Dame's a guy that could develop everybody on that roster and make them better. He really could. He, I mean, when you consider what he did in that in that city over these past several years, with you know decent talent around him, but nowhere near a Joel Embiid type. Yeah. Um, well, but also look, Barry, at a guy like Tobias Harris, if you're talking about Philly, because look, there's multiple suitors for Dame, and you just named them. Philly and Miami are going to be in on Dame, right? Mm-hmm. But I think Tobias Harris is a guy with a year left on his deal where Portland and other teams and even the Rockets should be involved and say, hey, we'll take him on if you throw in multiple. And we know Daryl likes to throw away draft picks. 
like like it's the trash on a on a on a pickup day. Like you just know Daryl would throw in a one and a two if you took Tobias Harris, and it gave him the cap flexibility to go get help for MB. Yeah, it really would. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I'm looking in the chat for we got our now it's time for Ask the Hammer. I'm making sure I got all these in the chat. All right. Uh, here we. Yeah. Odds that total Dallas will ask a Dallas related question in five. Here we four. go. All right. Uh, yeah. In the list, ask the hashtag ask the hammer from total Dallas. <laughs> Imagine that. I think the Suns are going to gel quickly and run away with it next year. What say you? Tell me where their point guard's coming from. Because right now, Devin Booker is their pseudo point guard. Devin mm. Booker is probably their best shooter. Right, and I know Bradley Beal is a player, but Bradley Beal plays the same position as Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. If they can finagle a way to find a true point guard, now they got Cam Payne, who's a good backup point guard, Cameron Payne. But I don't think Cam Cam Payne's a starter. Now the challenge for Phoenix and James Jones and and their front office is, we know we've got our big three, but what am I putting around them to make them championship caliber, and how quickly can I get it done with limited cap space? That's where again a guy that's going to have to prove. He's, he's capable as a general manager of doing what needs to be done. I think Phoenix has got a boatload of talent. I don't think any of those guys are point guards. Now, if you play fast-paced, up-tempo basketball, in transition, you don't need a true point guard as much. But there are going to be times, there's going to be games, and there's going to be a true need for a point guard in Phoenix. And until they get one, and maybe Aiton is that trade chip that brings you back a point guard. Yeah. And I don't think he's got all that much value like maybe others do. But I think Phoenix has a lot of work to do. And to your point, Durant, a, a lot of times will still run that break regardless. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, to your point, yeah, you need you need a point guard maybe in the playoffs when, when the game is slow down and you're running set offenses and stuff like that. But for the most part, yeah. Uh, all right, Brother Bear had a question. Uh, hashtag Ask the Hammer. Would it shock you if he put flat earth, but if Dame Lillard signs for the league minimum to win another championship, chances are Cuban will give him a max to save face. Or not, well, uh, Dame Lillard, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, my bad. Uh, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Kyrie Irving. Yeah. I, I would think it shock you if Kyrie Irving signed for the league minimum? It would. Yes. Because Kyrie has proven he's all about Kyrie. Yes. And to be honest with you, Bear, the big thing that you have to realize is when I said there are certain guys that aren't going to have a whole lot of competition, there's only one team that can give Kyrie what he wants money-wise, and that's Dallas. And Mark mm-hmm. Cuban's got to save face because he went out and gave up some pretty good resources <laughs> to go get him. And then after the fact found out, Luca wasn't too fan, uh, too big of a fan of his. So I think yeah. that you've got some fences to mend and make sure those two can coexist. They already were trying to do a lot of things on draft day to try and create some some space, cap space, so they can get a few veterans to, to supplement what they got. But I think that Kyrie's only chance to get what he wants financially is the Mavs. Kyrie's only chance to win a championship, I believe, would be the Lakers or the Clippers. And I don't think either team have the money to do what he wants them to do. So mm. I also heard draft day, by the way, the Clippers who can only offer Westbrook 3.5 mil to 4 mil, but want him back and need a point guard, mm. tried to trade Paul George to Portland to help Dame in exchange for Scoot Henderson in a package that basically tells you Ky- uh, Kawhi does not have nearly the value that he used to. Mm. Interesting. 
Yeah, and you know what I I heard or read or saw or, but yeah, Portland has no interest in giving up on Scoot Henderson. They they are like, nope. You can send us trade offers, but we're we're rolling with Scoot. Remember when I told you before the draft what Portland does is going to dictate how they feel about Dame. If they went with Miller, if he was available, if they went with an Amen Thompson, but he's a point guard too. If Portland goes, I said if Portland went point guard in the draft, Dame's days are numbered in Portland. I really believe that. I don't care if he asked for a trade or not. I don't care if Portland finally admits they they they're not going to have him around anymore. However, the the, the divorce happens, I think Dame's going elsewhere this year. Um, I was trying to see if there was anything in. Uh, okay, so this one says. This is from Beat Hannon. Hashtag Ask the Hammer. What do you think about the Harden Mori breakup? And that's, you know, we Until talked it, a little earlier that, you know, Woj dropped the bomb, that he did pick up his option, but now they're looking for trade opportunities. What do you think about that? My feeling is until it happens, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. I think that, I think Daryl has a really tough time giving up on guys that he's been very passionate about. Look at Carmelo Anthony. By the time he finally did make a trade to get him where he always wanted him, he was a shell of himself, but <laughs> oh. Daryl had to have him. It's like wanting Apple stock when Apple was starting as opposed to getting Apple stock after they've been established for 10 years, but going, but I still got my guy. Maury seems that, to do that a lot, right? I mean, yeah. um, uh, you just mentioned uh, – uh, <laughs> Sorry, the, the uh, who did Carmelo, Carmelo. Anthony? Uh, yeah, Melo. But then the same thing with Dwight Howard, and like it's just like, bro, what do you do? You're you're always wait. You're always one contract behind where you need yep. to be on these guys you fall in love with. It's maddening. I'm so glad he's not here anymore. That is maddening. To yeah, me. You know, Philly's got a lot. Daryl's got a lot of pressure on him, quite honestly, because Daryl was brought there to take them over the hump and get them to a finals, if not win it. And I think that he knows Tobias Harris is limiting. If James doesn't want to be his boy anymore and doesn't want to play the way he wants him to play, because he's really get, he's been asking James, hey, take less on the front end and let us pay you more on the backside. If James is saying, look, this is my last big contract. I'm looking for all the money for all four years, not light front, heavy <laughs> yeah. back, right? Although in the strip club, that's a different story. I think that <laughs> the biggest thing is going to be I'll believe it when I see it because I think that he it's easier to trade Tobias Harris right now than I think it is James Harden because I don't know you're going to get anything near in return for James Harden. <laughs> All right, we got three left and then we're going to wrap. It's five o'clock. Uh, Dick Willie, not so much a question, but he said, well, at least the Rockets are not going uh, not getting hard now that Philly declared they're going to trade him. Rockets won't trade for him, right, Joel? Yeah, I can't say that. No, no I hope not. But I think you that think Maury kind of tries to bully uh, Rafael Stone, be like, "Hey, brother, oh, no doubt, yeah, you know, no yeah, we're we're boys, and I got you that Look job." At, exactly right. The way he has taken advantage of guys that used to work around him and for him has been almost legendary. He is going to look to try and fleece the Rockets and or whoever he trades with. the The, the problem he's going to have is the rest of the league knows who James Harden is and what he isn't. So wanting teams to give up players and capital and also pay him at a very high rate, most teams are going to be, nope, thank you. All right, Ruin had a question. Uh, what's up, Ruin? Hashtag ask the hammer with all the slashers on the Rockets. It wouldn't have been better to draft Amin's brother. Asur? How do you pronounce yeah, it? I think it's, uh, I think it's Osser. Osser, okay. Um, 
No, it wouldn't Thompson because would. of the fact that, yeah, because you still need a point guard. This team yeah. is desperate for a young point guard. Yeah. You've got a two, you've got a three, you've Just got a four, you've got a five. And threes. Tons of twos. And, and you've threes. got other guys, Ty Ty Washington, mm-hmm. you've got depth, you've got, you know, Tari East and guys like that. So I think that they still needed a point guard. That's why they went the direction that they went. Um, we'll see how it all plays out because we always know that not that they're busts, but we always know that you can get players that you drafted thinking they were going to be somebody, and in yeah. short order you find out they can't do what they were supposed to be able to do. <laughs> Total Dallas said Maury's GMing like he's in the big three. That's funny, Total Dallas. All right, last question, kind of a statement. Yeah, Christopher Mina, hashtag Ask the Hammer. Rockets are still four or five years away from being a contender. Do you agree with that? Fact. Yeah? Absolute fact. No matter what phase you're in, I don't care. The league ain't getting worse. Denver isn't going away. Mm. Golden State's still trying to stay relevant. Total Dallas just said Phoenix, Milwaukee, Boston, trying to get you know a different approach with Porzingis. You know Philly, no matter who they have, they have the MVP. And then you look at if New Orleans stays healthy, that's a way better team without doing anything in the draft, and they got some young players. There's so many teams that have talent that if you think that, you know, again, the Rockets saying they want to take phase two, does that mean you're playing in the play-in tournament? Because if it's higher than that – you're going to have to show me a whole lot before I believe it. Bro, the chat, by the way, is just killing Daryl Morey as far as like being one contract behind. They're starting to list all the names. Joe Johnson, DeMarcus Cousins. Like The list goes on and on. I, oh, I can tell you for days <sighs> and days, and I think I told you off the air once. DeMarcus Cousins was, again, one of those guys. When uh, True story, when DeMarcus Cousins was on the Kings, right? Mario Eli was an assistant for the Kings. Mario Eli told me a whole bunch about how DeMarcus Cousins and what he does and how he acts. And I went on the air and said, DeMarcus Cousins could be a problem now. And there's a good chance he might get thrown out because when something doesn't go his way, he has a tendency to go way off the deep end. He got thrown out. And I was like, I kind of told you, Craig. All of a sudden, I start getting texts. And during a, a timeout, I get a tap on the shoulder. Hey, you do realize we really love DeMarcus Cousins, and one day we want to bring him here. No, I didn't realize that. You didn't send me anything that said so. He's like, wow. we'd really like you to not say that because his agent and his mom are listening, and they're in the – and I go, if you don't tell me, how am I supposed to <laughs> know that four shit. years down the line you think you got a shot to sign DeMarcus Cousins? Four years too late down the line, by the way. That's so funny, there dude. Yeah, I do remember telling me uh, that story. All right, last two, and then we're going to go. Flimsy Cherry in the chat. Hashtag Ask the Hammer. Love him. Great Where guy. do you think Draymond goes? Well, I think he stays right where, he, right where he's been playing. Okay. I think that Golden State probably has to overpay him, mm-hmm. but I think that once you made the commitment to add a veteran like Chris Paul instead of a younger player, and look, Barry, the plus-minus when Steph left the floor last year was a massive negative, mm. and they also – when we talk about developing talent, they found out what they didn't find out soon enough, which was Jordan Poole, when the lights get bright and the stage gets big, has a tendency to curl up and go home. Mm-hmm. So they knew Must someone had damned. to go. But when you <laughs> you got Chris Paul, so now when, when Steph sits, you got a guy that's going to make sure you don't fall off the planet, and he's going to run the offense. He's not going to kill you. You got Draymond Green, another veteran, that, again, between him and Chris, knowing how to play, pass the ball the right way, play both ends of the floor, know how to rotate, do those kind of things that veteran teams do, great ad for that team. Going to find Clay and Steph when they're open. Steph doesn't have to bring the ball up as much. 
I think he stays put in Golden State. Uh, last one. Speaking of all that, uh, AJB, Aaron J. Bryant, Super Falcons fan, Aaron J. Bryant. Hashtag Ask the Hammer. How do you think CP3 will fit in Golden State? Well, you kind of just got your answer there. Um, yep. Now, but- they need, they still need some help. They, got, they are going to have to be kind of creative again with, like, looking for veteran minimum contracts and things like that. I'm sure there are vets that want to play for them. Mm-hmm. But DiVincenzo, and they've got some free agency guys that they've got to deal with too. But I think that they're still their core is still good enough with those four guys that if they get the right pieces around them, they'll be there again. I mean, bro, they're one year removed from a, from a title, right? I mean, this isn't right. – yeah, so they're, they're, they still have a window of opportunity. Homie. Man, it's been a couple of weeks since we did this, but I appreciate the hell out of it. This was, I love this. Uh, I, I'm I'm sad that we're in the off season of the NBA, but I still, there's plenty to talk about. And uh, I mean, Joe Pro mentioned in the chat, hey, he'd love to have you back. I'd love to have you back. So if you want to keep doing it, if it's not always uh, basketball, I'd love to do it, man. I look forward to Thursdays at 415 with you. <coughs> Absolutely. I mean, it's my schedule that's been really twisted lately. That's the reason why we haven't done these in a while, but I'm always like at your beck and call. So yeah, whatever. Don't say it like that. I appreciate you, man. All right. You, how can the people follow you? It's on the screen, but at Pac-Man Joel with a K on Twitter. Uh, make sure you check out the killer bees on ESPN 97.5 here in Houston from noon until three. You can listen on the app. If you don't live here in Houston, uh, what else you want to plug? What else you need to tell the people? I'm good. Uh, you said it all as always. I mean, you always talk. I just sit there and nod my head. It works. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 So whatever. I, mean, I, I don't have this, man. Uh, all my best to Anytime, Lisa and the fam. And, uh, we'll talk to you next week. You got it. All right. Don't do no shots. Happy fourth. Uh, <laughs> that is Joe Blake. And that is another edition of Barry on Deck. God, I just love that, man. I, I miss doing a radio with that dude all the time. That was so much fun. Uh, all right. Another week in the books, man. Thank you guys so much for all the love and support of this show. Donna said, awesome segment with Joseph. Yeah, he's the best. Um, man, thank you guys for all those cheers and the follows and the subs and the gifted subs and the support. And Daddy actually held it together after three shots. Can't believe it. Cece, I love you, boo-boo. Thank you so much. He said, happy anniversary, Barry. Happy birthday, Noah. Thank you, guys. Um, uh, love when you and Joe get together. Enjoy Kima. Thank you, Ruin. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate all of you so much. Thank you to my guest, Joe Blake. Um, you guys, enjoy your long five-day weekend. I, um, I'm planning on doing a show on Monday. But, you know, I can be overruled. By the way, what's up, Ivan? Good to see you, man. Uh, no, definitely not four shots next time, Reyes. <laughs> Mina says, like, we never took shots. I, I held it together pretty well. I was proud. I couldn't imagine if I didn't eat those three tortillas, what would have happened? All right, nonetheless, enjoy your weekend. We'll play it by ear on Monday. As it stands, the poll said yes, but I can always be overruled by the wife. We'll find out. In the meantime... If I don't see you on Monday, I'll see you on Wednesday for damn sure. But in the meantime, enjoy your weekend. And do me three favors, please. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. Happy 4th. I'll see you all Monday. Bye. Uh, I thought I saw a couple radar here. 
saw my boy, um, let's see. Oh, there's fan controlled sports. Uh, uh, there he goes. Well, that was live football training. All right, I'm going to take a peek into the uh, sports talk category just to see. But I'll probably raid uh, my boy Forensic Tilts talking a ton of uh, soccer and whatnot. Uh, let's see, who is this? The pro and the bro? What is that? Is this radio? Huh. I don't know who this is. Touch and go 170. Oh, fuck it. Let's rate them. Uh, uh, the pro and the bro. It's two, two dudes hanging out talking. I see boxing gloves. Oh, yeah. We're definitely raiding them. Let's do it. Let's do it. Here, we'll play some music while I get the raid ready. All right. We're going to raid the pro and the bro. I'm digging it. Show them some love. They got 30 people watching, talking sports. Let's do it. Random raid again. That was great. Yeah, that was so weird. That raid was crazy weird. That dude was like a devil worshiper. Uh, thank you, John Dory. I appreciate it, buddy. What the fuck is this uh, five-day weekend shit? <laughs> yeah, Joe Pro will be working every day. Uh, take the day off and spin it with Nora. I love you, Don. You're the best. Tell Nora I said we have a show Monday. <laughs> I will be sure and never say that to my crazy Mexican wife. All right, here we go. Starting the raid. I love you guys. Y'all be nice. Follow the good folks. I'm going to hang out for just a quick second and chat with them as well. Hopefully they acknowledge the raid and the uh, community. I'll see y'all on Monday. What the hell? Here we go. Bye. And he's making a YouTube video.